Hi, old listener. You found episode 63 of the Jock and Nerd podcast. It's the Jock and Nerd Weekly. We're live on Blab with one felty American rug boy. We talk about this week's Walking Dead, Supergirl, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and the awesome Flash and Arrow crossover. And we kind of uh, rip apart this new uh, Batman vs. Superman trailer. But to be fair, the trailer had it coming. Wowie zowie! Let's get it going. It's the Jock and Nerd podcast. With your hosts, Anthony and Imran. Jock and Nerd! Hey, listener and viewers on the Blab, welcome to the show. This is the Jock and Nerd Weekly. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And of course, joining us on the Blabs is the spokesperson for Felty Americans everywhere, uh, Mr. Rugboy. Rugs, how you doing? Hey, I'm pretty good. How you doing, dude? How's the cause going? You uh, raising money for Felty American Syndrome? I've done absolutely nothing. Good for I you. I've just embarrassed them and pissed them off. Yeah, that's about right. I'm glad you can. Well, you know, at least you're doing something. <laughs> I'm getting letters of protests. Again, no any any publicity, publicity is good publicity. Any that, publicity is good publicity. That's right. Any press is good press. That's what I think, Rug. So keep oh, up really? the keep up the shitty work. All right. Okay. Listen, guys, this was a big week in geek, was it not? Yes. It was huge. Holy crap. So here's the agenda for the show. Uh, thanks for joining us live on the run Blab. It down. We're going to run it down. Starting at the end, we're going to finish the show with uh, this new Batman versus Superman trailer. We're probably going to rip it apart. I don't know what's going to happen. But before that, we're going to talk about this week's Walking Dead, Supergirl, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Flash and Arrow. Because lots of super geek boner stuff happened. Uh, but before that, I want everyone to uh, tell old bird real quick right here and uh, send this geekery out into the Twitterverse. Uh, click that tell old bird and post a tweet. That'd be most appreciated. Before that even, guys, I want to take a quick minute to turn people on to uh, our podcast. Uh, uh, in between these Jock and Nerd Weeklies, we have these awesome interview shows uh and literally we have talked about everything from rap battles which is two guys going at it to kaiju battles which is two guys in godzilla costumes going at it and everything in between right like what a variety We've touched everything, including my yeah. We've touched uh, – Red Boy's <laughs> slack hole has touched everything. Now, I bring yeah. this up because our, our this week's interview show with the great, awesome illustrator John Bellotti Jr., you guys go back Godzilla and – Godzilla Illustrator. Yeah, Godzilla Illustrator. It's episode 62. Go back and listen to that because you are treated to a gradually drunk Rug Boy, and I think it's hilarious. Rugs the- I was actually embarrassed by that. <laughs> <laughs> like I was listening to it and I was like, wow, I'm really fucked up. Like and like it's like it's like the kind of fucked up where you're like drunk uncle from Saturday Night Live. Yes, it was It was one it's one of those. It was like, well I think and if you go looking at it, it was it's fantastic because it's it's a it's a it's a great like drunk boy like when you um, think you're being real like when you get in that point where you're drunk and you think you're making really profound statements but you just happen to be repeating yourself over yeah and over I just and said over. the same thing over again over and over <laughs> again I made it was really bad why did you guys let me do that <laughs> listen like I was like you guys are just gonna Emron didn't edit it out he nope. just left it in there I, wanted, I was like what the fuck people dude? have to 
ex- they needed to experience the journey with us because then in the post show we get all sentimental and personal and it's quite sappy. touching and sappy and I it was just a great package. I didn't remember anything that happened until <laughs> I when I was listening to the show like the last like maybe forty five minutes I was like holy sh- I didn't even remember I said that God I'm like no no a, stop a, that's why that. That's why our listeners have to check out that episode as well as all of the other interview shows we do because they're a little different than what we do on the Blab. They're a little more focused or uh, not as inebriated or a little more more inebriated than normal. They're so. fun and we meet a lot of neat neat people, uh, Emmy winners, writers, artists. Like it's great. But rugs, man, uh, that that it was just it has to be experienced. And uh, thanks for hanging in there. And I knew I, I knew when to call the show. I was like, Rug Boy's uh, speech is getting very slow. I think we should wrap this up. So yeah, I was literally down for the count after that. I drank like a thing of bourbon, and I was just fucking out. Like there was no way I Good could recover. Stuff. com slash sixty two people. You could hear this show. Definitely check it out. Now you'll notice my uh, blab window, listener. If you're listening to this in the podcast, uh, unfortunately you're not going to be seeing this. But my blab window is a little more fancy. I, got, I was playing around some tools, but really I was just sick and tired of people thinking I was the jock, you know, because it goes by like your Twitter handle and everybody thinks I'm the jock. So look, my yeah, I'm super fancy pants. Says jo- Jordan, other pies in the thing. Uh, go, uh, go. My name is Imran. I'm the nerd. Jockandnerd.com. SOS Smooth says, what page is the replay on? Here's the thing. You have to subscribe to the podcast to check out Drunk Rug Boy. You're going to have to go to jockandnerd.com, subscribe, listen to episode 62. I'm not the jock. That's why I'm the nerd. That's why I have Spider-Man on. Anyways, guys, we got a lot to talk about. Let's get into this week's shows. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. All right, we're starting out with what do we want to start out with? There's two shows. Uh, Supergirl. No, or actually, we got to start with Walking Dead. Don't we? Oh, Walking Dead. I'm sorry. If yeah, we're yeah. going chronologically, we're going to start. Yeah, so here it is, right here, people. Spoiled. Don't say we didn't warn you. Uh, this we're going to talk about the season mid-season finale of season six, episode eight of The Walking Dead, called "Start to Finish." Now. I'm just going to start out by saying uh, the right in the open of this show, this kid, this, this episode starts and ends with Sam. So Sam, right in the open, you hear him listening to tiny Tim's tiptoe in the tulips. And then he's got a half eaten cookie on the plate with a swarm of ants. And I guess it's supposed to symbolize, you know, the swarm of zombies. But you know what I see? I see a kid who's wasted a cookie and he's listening to annoying music. Sam's a fucking asshole to just off the bat. That's my observation. <laughs> you think he's gonna um, get eaten by a zombie? Oh, he ain't gonna make it far. Oh, that sure. fucking kid. Uh, and we'll get to the end because this kid's just an asshole, and assholes will get you killed. You gotta take him out. Sorry, Sam. You gotta go. Yeah, fuck. A that lot kid. of the show, this show, this episode specifically was uh, not as well reviewed on the internet as uh, surprisingly. Uh, this was previous yeah, episodes. Yeah, this was uh, said to be the the worst reviewed episode of the season. Um, mm. What but, did you guys think? I'm, mm. I'm always – I with this show, dude, I let it take me on a ride. I don't know where it's going to go and I try and I don't, I don't have any expectations. Uh, I hated Sam. He's an idiot. But I liked I like what they were doing. I can understand some of the frustration if we look at the whole first half of the season. Uh, but 
Um, I, I, you know, I liked it. There was a little bit clunky parts. The beginning streaming in of the walkers was, was awesome. It was terrifying. Uh, and you really felt that terror right away. You're like, oh, fuck. What the fuck are they going to do? And you see Deanna come to Rick's rescue and she gets caught and everyone's separated, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, everyone is. It's uh, it's another one of those where you, right when they're about to get together, everyone kind of separates again as they're, they're doing their own. It's kind of been the theme of this season is everyone about to be together, but then something happens and they're still separated and not as a unit. It's crazy because Walking Dead comes on on Sunday. And by the time like it's now, I forget the whole episode. <laughs> I'm like, while you're talking, I'm not listening to anything you're saying. I'm trying to remember what happened. I know it was. Right? A, well, so let me ago. just let me just refresh my memory and you guys could chime in on stuff. So I okay. remember that the, the zombies are everywhere there. And Rick's like, dude, let's all lock each lock ourselves in. We got food. We can wait it out. And then we could pick a time to strike. Right. And then the old lady gets bit. And then she, the one that looks like Skeletor, the yeah. old lady that runs the town. Deanna. Deanna. Deanna, which you called that, Imran. You called she was going to die. I told you she yeah. was going to die. She gave up the plans. Well, no, what happened was that things come down and they all kind of scramble. And, uh, you know, they, they're getting run down and Ron and the stupid preacher show up. And then remember, Jesse starts firing. She says, run in here. We can hide. So they're temporarily safe in this house. Now, stupid Sam is upstairs, and stupid Ron is with them. Ron is the reason that this whole this their whole fucking safety goes down. First of all, because he's got this dumbass beef with uh, uh, with Carl, and uh, because they is fought, it dumb though? Uh, dude, is it dumb? It, I I think it's kind of it's in the in the apocalypse. You don't have a lot of pussy to, to throw around. You got to like take advantage of it when you can get it. Is it was it this? Well, still no, well, there was a lot of that. He killed his dad. Killed him. Rick's dad killed his dad. Regardless if he's a shitty asshole or not, he probably liked his dad and not happy with that. Yeah, that's that too. Uh, okay, yeah. I, guess, I forgot about that. Bad, bad, I would say bad timing. To, yeah, to make it's just strike. not the right time to like lose it. When uh, how about you wait till you like secure this whole thing? So because of that little scuffle, the you know the walkers get attracted, they lose the whole first floor of the house eventually, uh, and then and then they're fucked. In the meantime. What do you guys think of uh, Morgan and Carol over uh, their little side plot? This part I thought was kind of oh, weird because some of these things seem to be happening and you don't – you forget that like there's just tons of walkers outside. I just don't buy Morgan's character. I don't give a fuck. I don't know how, I don't, about this episode that was two hours long that he had. I don't buy this. Like you want to survive. Why would you kill this guy? It's obviously going to fucking do something bad. Right. Like it's so dumb. I agree. Morgan's character is... It doesn't fit into this universe. I don't care. You know, I don't give a and fuck. And how is he not able it's, to take out Carol? Really? I, well, I don't know. I don't know about the, him fighting Carol, but I just find his character to be quite maddening. His character is is almost used as a plot device to further the story, but it's like stupid the way they're using him right now. Uh, because, because everything... They're, they're keeping people alive. Yeah, why do people even listen to him? They should just get, <laughs> yeah. get him the fuck out of there. They're like, they should be like, yo, what? This guy's an asshole. Let's get him out. He's going to fucking... He's going to be a pain in the ass. Let's just send him back out. Dude, the funniest part was the wolf guy himself is just contradicting him. Morgan's like, I'm not going to let you kill him. And he's like, you should probably kill me. And he goes, he's not going to kill anyone. And the wolf's like, oh, I'm going to kill everybody. And Morgan's like, dude, you're not helping me out at all. But... Uh, but, that's annoying. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's it very annoying. annoying. I don't understand. Quite and, and I have to point out too that 
Okay, so then the wolf takes a hold of uh, the the nurse that's become a doctor, Denise. or the psychologist yeah. that's become a doctor, Denise. Yeah. yeah. And Denise's characters, we haven't really gotten to know her all that well, no. so she's kind of in whatever. But the fact that the two people come in, what it's the I forget their names. Uh, it was uh, t- uh, Tara, Tara and Rosita, and Eugene. Tara, and they come in with guns. And they just, the guy's got a knife to the girl. And just just shoot him. Who cares about the girl? Just shoot the girl. Shoot them both. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. I don't know. I just, like, why do they tire over their guns? I didn't. It's crazy. I didn't understand. And then when it, the wolf gets their guns, when the wolf gets their guns, why doesn't he not shoot them? I don't know. And he just stepped out into like a shittier situation. Zombie there land. should be like a tons yeah. of walkers. Around. Like, where are you going, dude? Yeah. There's walkers everywhere. Yeah. First of all, I didn't understand. Uh, uh, it was hilarious how Eugene was just standing there when the walkers are swarming. And he's just standing there. He's just looking around. And I then, fucking hate him too. Uh, he, yeah. And then he's reading world history. But I didn't understand. They were in that garage, and then they go through that door. How do they get to where Morgan and Carol were? Like that didn't make sense to me. Because I think there was like a commotion downstairs, and they they were they hap- they just happened to walk in the same house that Morgan and Carol were in. No, but they were in the garage. Remember, they locked themselves in the garage, and then Eugene's like, uh, "I got lock lock picking skills." Yeah, he lock picked. Picking. He picked. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He into picked the lock building. into that house. Oh, into that and it, house. No, it happened. They happened to be in that house. Okay, it's just a coincidence. They both were lock in the same house. Lock picking is within my skill set. It's <laughs> a good line. Yeah, I didn't really like this episode at all. I, I, I'm I'm down on it. I just I don't like Morgan. I I think that a violent pacifist is stupid. Morgan did. Like, yeah. You're right. Morgan one thing, but he, he's always beating up people he, t- t- so they don't kill other people. He body slammed Carol. He body slammed yeah. Carol. What kind of a fucking pacifist is this? And I think he felt bad for a second, and then the dude took him out. And Fuck yeah. him. I hate him. Yeah. No. Yeah. Morgan is not. Ver- I mean, I liked Morgan. I found Morgan intriguing, but this episode, I found him to just be an ass. Like he literally. Is just keeping that guy alive and cost everybody a yeah, lot, a lot people, here. I, th- I would have to say I'm, I'm, I'm with Rugboy too. I don't know about you, Imran, but I didn't think this episode was that great. And when you compare it to past midseason finales, yeah. granted, if this was not a midseason finale, I don't think it would have gotten much as much hate. But the fact that it w- was labeled a midseason finale, and then if you look at past midseason finales, like you look at season two, that's when uh, Sophia comes out of the barn. Yeah. Season three is when. Uh, they attack the governor back in his city. Yeah. And season four is when the governor attacks the prison. Season five, the midseason is when Beth dies. Those are all huge moments. Yeah. Nothing really was yeah. big here. Those. They, I mean, they, they set the bar well, where every midseason finale, something huge happens. And this one felt the like old lady just died. That's the only big thing that yeah. happened. And she was like, and eh, whatever. And it's, it felt like the first part of like a two part episode. Uh, exactly. It d- literally left mid scene. Uh, at the right. end where they decide to smear the guts on them. Now, I thought it was awesome to walk, watch them walk through a, a living room full of walkers. It was eerie as shit. I love that shit. And I love the shot on the porch really? where they're just standing there and the walkers are just around See, we've them. We've seen that before. Well, but visually, it's it because there's a scene in the comic book that is, is exactly like this where the stupid kid Sam is like, Mom, Mom. And I think in the book, it doesn't end well for the mom or the kid. I don't know Good. what's going to happen. I want him to get eaten. Fuck him! Uh, yeah, no, that kid. <laughs> Fuck that kid. That kid's gonna cost them all. Shut I think, the fuck there, up! Yeah, yeah. There's there was too many um, the middle of the unlikable time. characters yeah. in this. Yeah, there's Ron too many people that Sam. were acting stupid. Well, Kirkman, look, Kirkman has said that this coming back, lots of people die. Lots of people look, die in the next episode. So hopefully, I'm happy about this. Right? That's can we talk about the uh, the button scene real quick? 
Uh, yes. Well, yeah. What'd you think about, before we get to that, what'd you think about how Deanna went out? I thought that was kind of badass. Like she was going to take herself out and then there's like a silent scream and she just goes down like in a, in a swarm. Well, she finally kind of embraces that the, it's supposed to signify that she embraces how this world is and that she's just going to go, she's going to go out fighting and not, and not just shoot She almost got a hatchet to the head too. Stupid Deanna looking for the baby. What are you doing? Like uh, they think you're dying. They already think you're going to be a zombie. Why are you over at the baby? Like Rick almost hatcheted oh, yeah. her to the head. That would have been awesome. That would have been great if he just killed her right there. And he's like, whoops. And she has to say, it's still me. Like this is a world where you have to say, it's still me. That's uh, fucked up. People. Yeah. <laughs> that is. I think she, I mean, she went out all right. I think the rule is if you get bitten by a zombie, you have to constantly be humming. Yeah, yeah, just so they know that you're not you're just, not like a dude. Just some kind of tune. Like yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Just because the zombies have no, they're they're uh, yeah, they have no, they're very auto tuned. They're all very very pitch off pitchy. So you just gotta hum something, and we'll know. Now, the well, Imran, I, I what's your, wait, before you get to that button scene, yeah. what what did you think of the episode? Because I haven't, I've heard me and Rugboy have both kind of bashed it a little bit. I mean, I you know the ones you, you mentioned it, with the other <laughs> mid season finales, they've never left us mid mid scene like that i eh, you know what it's i don't know i liked I, I it was clunky i like the i just like the walk the zombie bits at the beginning at the end i really well, look, it's walking dead it's a good show it's better than most shows but yeah. there's just things that are going on that are annoying that why are they still doing these things where they're making these characters that make no sense and like obviously are just yeah, you know, Anthony said just made to drive the story along, and it seems like there should be better than that. Yeah, they're right. they're 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 stretching it out a little too much. Like the times, this whole half, this whole half season was just like it was a little too slow time uh, passing. Yeah, I mean, if you look at what's what is it like nine episodes, eight episodes? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how many. They probably like a day has passed. Yeah, and it's the same day. It's eight like, you know, episodes. It's, it's, it's very yeah, it's day. very like. Nothing's real. Nothing is. I mean, granted, a lot's happened in this one or two days, but like, come on, like, let's move it along a little bit. Yeah, I think they. I think they've stuck far too long with with this scene right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving people. Yeah, like even at least like when the season two and season three when they're on the farm and in the prison, like it felt like days were going by or stuff was like the next day or the next day, like things were happening. It wasn't all like within three hours. The feeling, you know, the it started out with a great. The season started out with a great feeling of tension and suspense, but I think after the Glenn dumpster thing, it it kind of like petered out, and uh, it's trying to ramp it back up, and it's just that, that we need. I need a little bit more. It's you're right. It hasn't been enough. It's know. probably better. I mean, it's probably better upon a binge watch, but upon a weekly watch right now, it's it's a little rough. I think part yeah. of the problem it's is everyone is so separated too, and and juggling all these storylines. It's really you got to stop time, you got to rewind, you got to come back and reset. Uh, well, I mean, so th- regarding that, the button scene where the fuck are Abraham, uh, what's her face, and Daryl, Sasha, Sasha, Jordan, the pipe says, is it worth binge watching? Anthony, yes. you binged it. What do you say? Yes. Anthony so says yes. that's an official. It's one of the best Dying shows word. ever, but it's one of the best shows you're ever going to watch. Um, it's got all that drama and everything that you want. But um, so I would definitely recommend it. I think what they're doing this season is Anthony actually said it perfectly. They're doing this thing where they're decompressing it over a few days and they're constantly throwing stumbling blocks. So they can never really pick up speed and like get going somewhere. You know, let's get going. Let's yeah. let's move. Let's move this story along. 
it's just there's always these little things that it would just be freaking annoying in real life to go through this shit. So I don't want to see it on a shelf. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, and you bring up Daryl and Sasha and Morgan, or not Morgan, Abraham. And that's where I think the show is kind of losing momentum is just when you think you're picking up momentum with these characters, the next episode switches to another set of characters. Yeah, yeah, they so you're like back. losing the track of what happened with the other characters. Like I've, I completely forgot about Daryl and Sasha and right. Abraham, and I yeah. want like I want, and they're they're spending a lot of time with characters that I don't like that much. Yeah, they're like, not Morgan's back yet. Kinda, like, come on, be back yeah. yet. Yeah, what's taking yeah, back? Back. Well, we find out. Or like, and if you're gonna do an episode, do like have a few of them in the episode. Like, do these, do the the have the storylines go concurrently within the episode, not within one episode, and then you have to watch a different episode to see what's going on with someone else. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, they've been trying. They tried. I mean, they're clearly trying something different this first half of the season with that kind of storytelling, as opposed to you know most other shows where you would jump sometimes back and forth. Sometimes it works. Sometimes so, right? it doesn't. Sometimes it works. And so, it, it worked yeah. in season four when they all got lost after the prison. Yeah, that I thought it worked. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. And then when they got together, it was uh, it was an amazing moment, but. For some reason, right. it is. It's stalling the momentum. Now, at the very, very end, which I actually missed because I don't – it was actually in Into the Badlands, right? It wasn't even at yeah, the end was. of the show. Uh, so if you had a DVR, you didn't see it unless you watched Talking Dead or you yeah, watched no, I didn't see it. What happened? So they're, they're driving in the truck, which uh, – that's is that Patty? That's still Patty, right? The fuel truck. Yeah, they're driving in the truck. They're driving down the road, and they see up ahead of them, uh, like, four bikers and dudes just standing there in the middle of the road, and they slow down. And the one biker dude is like, he's like, come on, come on out, we want to talk to you. And then nobody moves. He's like, look, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. And everybody comes out, and he's like, uh, oh, he's going to refresh. Okay. He's like, uh, oh, this is starting out better than uh, expected. He goes, uh, we want all your weapons. Daryl's like, that's not going to happen. He goes, uh, they're ours. And he goes, uh, no, they're not your weapons. That truck isn't yours. That fuel isn't yours. None of your shit is yours. All of that now belongs to Negan. Oh, shit. Geek Boner. And it ends right there. And so now we know how to say his fucking name. It's Negan. He said Who's, Negan. Who said that? The, the, the one, one main the dude. Yeah, just ran. They all had guns. Negan owns yeah, all their bit. shit. So now they're introducing, like, another big bad amongst all these other fucking storylines. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. So it's like a third faction, like Negan's group, the Saviors. They get rid of one. Yeah. And then Wolf, Wolf Gang or whatever the hell it is. The and then yep. Rick's group. Yeah, yep. Yep. And, you know, there's going to be uh, Blab Lives Matter. Hey, Ricky Prime, how's it going? Uh, there's And that's how the book is. Like, So hopefully they, there's a bunch of communities and a bunch of factions which could uh, enrich the world and make it interesting if handled well. And I think they will. Uh, did you catch some of the Easter eggs? Rugs, do you know uh, in the beginning that kids' toys, they showed as mini-mates? Uh, and they were invincible. Robert Kirkman's uh, other comic book. Oh, yeah, I did notice that there were image characters. There was like a Savage Dragon, I think, in there, too. Maybe. Yeah, there were like mini-mates. And then he I was, did notice. I liked how he that what he was drawing. Did you notice what Sam was drawing was the story Carol told him to scare the shit out of him by being tied to a tree and being eaten alive like uh, that other episode? And he, and he's, he's fucked oh, up. I got to rewatch that. Dude, that, oh, kid, that kid is fucked, dude. Uh, he ain't going to make it. Sorry, Sam. You're an asshole. I know you're a kid, but kids can be assholes. Anyways, let's, Fuck move, let's Wait, wait, wait. One more. One question. Yes. Man. Did you, you know that button scene? Why did they ever even get out of the car? Well, because there's a line of motorcycles. I know they have guns, but like if you they just could have driven through them, barricade right through them. Yeah. yeah why did you get out? Fuck these guys. I don't know. Now, you know, uh, a little weird. they're going to have to hand over those fucking uh, grenade launchers now, which is uh, disconcerting also once they see that they have grenade launchers. Yeah. 
That's well, I was I a little frustrated. That, the, the, that they should just whip out that rocket launcher and just fucking hit them, all four of those guys, and just put them in the flames. Well, where it ended, Abraham could, uh, it could still happen. Uh, so Yeah, Abraham should get on that shit. Go, ro- <laughs> go uh, Rambo style. Go fucking rocket Rambo on them. Uh, right. yeah. So yeah, no, I hear a lot of the frustrations and, uh, it's interesting how like, uh, the, the reviews of the show, uh, still a good show, still but it's still, still very good. Started out. There's so just strong. some problems. Yeah. They'll fix it. Whatever. Let's it move might be, on. It's better. I think yeah. upon a binge watch. Yeah. You know, it's gotta have, uh, peaks and valleys, you know, especially you're right. Especially these eight seasons. If you watch it at one sitting, you won't be as fucking frustrated that like nothing. It's just the same shit, you know, going back to the same right. point over and over again. So, uh, all, all right, what are we on to all right we're going to talk about uh, Supergirl. And Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. All right, gang, we're giving Supergirl another chance. And I appreciate uh, I was kind of I was like, look, I want to see Red Tornado. We almost gave up on this goddamn thing. Do you like Red Tornado? uh, No. No, I did not. (laughs) Dude, like, my costume is better than his. Yes. Yeah, like, (laughs) there was no characterization. Like, it was, wait, like, Red Tornado in Young Justice was awesome. Like, he was a mentor. He was kind of cool. I appreciated that they did, like, the tornado look when he's flying. But... Wow. But it, it looks like looked Power like Rangers. Yeah. It looked like yeah. it looked way below the pay grade of what that show has money for. He looked like he was wearing a, a cardboard box and then they paint they try to paint like red chain mail on it. Yeah, it was de- it was fucking terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I, only, like, I, I have like, to I have to put a disclaimer. I only watched about twenty minutes of the show and I had to turn it off. Oh, Good boy. Good for you. <laughs> Well, I'll fill, man. I'll fill you in on the <laughs> on the little twist that happens at the I don't, end. I don't, I don't care, but okay, fill me in. Hey, it's kind of interesting. Uh, but uh, overall, though, okay, so at the very end, what you missed is we find out what the, the, the overall arc about the uh, the sister's father, Alex Danvers' father, right? You know how he mm-hmm. uh, was the ha- so missing or he killed. was missing. Yeah. At, at, Hank Henshaw killed him, right? So, but it turns out. That him and Hank were sent off to investigate some alien shit, and only Hank returned. Hank was the mm-hmm. last person to see their father alive. They went looking for an alien. So it's I'm probably like, where it turned into a cyborg. Yes. Or is he Martian Manhunter? Is the alien they were looking for took his form and killed them both, took Hank's form, and came back and his essence or whatever? I don't know. And then, but then, and then after that, there's another fucking crazy shit thing where, uh, the glass breaks, Kara, uh, Kara is bringing a drink to cat, a glass breaks and she's bleeding. Oh shit. So they're going to pull like a Peter Parker. She's stressed out. Maybe my powers don't work. I got a mental block. Uh, I don't know. Some kind of bullshit like that. I feel like watching Supergirl. I just don't think she's super. She's not yeah, super not enough. Much super. There's not much. She's super. not. She's like kind of like depowered. Like she yeah. struggled to take out that lame ass robot. I mean, it was like <laughs> laughable. So I found this article. Like uh, everyone seems to love this fucking show, which we find yeah, boggling. We're talking about Anthony because I'm- that's the first superhero show a lot of people have seen. Or you know what? Like there's some like I don't understand this. It's like I want it to be light and fun, but it's like I I, I want it to be light and fun 
in a way, but I don't want it to be stupid. It's stupid yeah. and where like, I cringe when I watch it. Yes. Yeah. And as opposed to like Gotham, it's similar. They tried to do a similar thing to get a, a different audience from superhero. But like, if you remember, I remember when you watch Gotham, I go, what the fuck Gotham, but it's fucking entertaining and drives me crazy. When I watch this show, I'm like, this is fucking stupid, cheesy, saccharine bullshit. Like, there's a it, there, every episode is like an emotional lesson of the week. Lesson. That's what this article was talking about. It's and bad. She liked that, and I'm like, this is fucking stupid. This isn't a PBS fucking Sesame Street show. Like, this issue was like this week was like controlling your anger, don't lose your temper, yeah. and then everything. And it's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like See, it. I, I skip through the commercials, but are there tampon commercials? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I like, That's it. Well, somebody like watches the commercials. I can barely watch the. Fucking yeah, I don't show. watch the commercials. I skip it. I, w- I want to just say that uh, literally the the beginning of this episode was pissed me off right away. Right away, she stops some road rage. Okay, so already road rage. Yeah, she stops it twist some guy's hand and they catch it on camera and he's like you're hurting me the next scene henry henshaw is like you got to control your anger what are you doing road rage like they're literally hitting you over the head with this show is <laughs> oh about anger God. and controlling your anger like it's so fucking heavy-handed like there's nothing subtle about the show and the, the lesson of the week stuff that you you had mentioned imran yeah. is is terrible like yeah. it's so i feel like i'm being i'm like they're teaching me as if i'm a child like i, I don't i don't feel like the way they treat the the audience is like is very childlike. That, like I'm almost watching a kid's show. That's why it's real called life, real life. spoon feeding, people. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, that's why it's called yeah. spoon feeding. Now, you talk about heavy-handed. Cat Grant's mom, like, way to, to bash the feminist abortion. She's like, oh, a girl. She's like, I would prefer a male doctor still. Yeah, again, male, again. Oh, fuck off. We get it already. What are you doing? Uh, and, and then general, like, General Lane's lines where... Like he's yelling at her, like she gets mad. I like so occasionally the show makes me go, oh shit, which was that one scene at the end where she just kind of lets go and she's blasting him with all of her x-ray vision. And it's almost reminiscent of Man of Steel, which is not necessarily a good thing. But she was intense. You could see veins popping out. I was like, God damn, that's pretty intense. But that was the minor. The actual explosion of Red Tornado looked fucking horrible. Like, he just, like, disappeared into nothing. Yeah, it was uh, bad. Oh, my God. Like, uh, so, and, uh, yeah, General Lane has really bad dialogue. Like, she breaks him. He goes rogue. And then he blames her. He goes, great, you just set an evil rogue android loose on the city. Oh, yeah. oh my God, people. Really? Yeah, really it's like, first this? they want her to help. Yes. Want her to fight. The thing, then she fights the thing, and they're mad at her. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What's going on? Such Who's a, writing this shit? Such a waste of Red Tornado, because he's kind of like the Vision equivalent in the DC universe, and he could be a really cool character, and they just fucking... Uh, they blew it. You blew it. It looked bad. Yeah, it looked you bad. blew it. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> what do you guys think about? I don't know. Are we gonna? How many more Stopping episodes? It? Stopping reviewing. Uh, it? I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, do you uh, think? Okay, is it gonna get better? I mean, we've given it how many? Uh, well, look, the, the we, big we have Agents of Shield. Yeah. All right, where we it took a year for it to get good, but yeah. I don't even. They just approved like seven more episodes. No, they they, they got did, a they, full they season. They did a full order. Yeah. So, so that I means, don't know. It means we may see that flash crossover. I would. I'm definitely gonna watch to see how that's handled. Like that's but interesting. Like, but I, this is the thing. There was such a backlash on Shield. Yeah, people were like fucking screaming about Shield sucking, and all these reviews for Supergirl are like raving about it. So they're not gonna change shit. 
Yeah. If, if exactly, if they are going by the reviews of this show, they're gonna be like, "We're doing great. Let's keep going and not and not work on making it better." So. I don't know. We'll decide next week when, after we see another episode, we may have to drop this shit. Um, but Anthony, hey, how's it going? You, uh, the other show that's on that we stopped talking about on Mondays is Gotham. You had a yeah, question, did, and I'm still watching it. Rugs, Rugs, did you watch last week's Gotham? That was also I, I did. Yes, I did. Mid season. I have finale. a quick question. Yes. So I was on Twitter. Yes, I think on our on our uh, feed, and I saw. Um, Gordon, his partner, I forgot his partner's name, Bullock. Alfred, yeah. Bullock, yeah, Alfred, Penguin, Catwoman, and a bunch of thugs. And it said, this is when your squad rolls up. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So guys, what, what the fuck's going on over there? <laughs> you want to explain, Rugs? Uh, if I can remember correctly. Let me, let me give it a <laughs> shot. I'll, I'll help you. you, you, you yeah, I know you help me, okay? Uh, so uh, there's a big bad uh, that you don't know who he is. but Gallivan? Gallivan, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know about Gallivan. So they Gallivan. finally like uh, they finally get the get to Gallivan, and uh, actually Gordon shoots him. All right, like um, what happens is uh, Gordon gets captured by Gallivan, and uh, the Penguin comes to his rescue. Yep, and then they both take him to like the river. And then Gordon and, and, and the penguin beats the shit out of him. With, no, they, you're, yeah, but you're skipping the whole part. What what happens is Galvan he reveals himself to be Dumas. His real name is Dumas, and the plan is to kill nine dudes and to kill the son of Gotham. So they kidnap Bruce. Galvan has Bruce in the tower, and he's about to kill them. This is the point where you see the squad because Penguin. And Riddler and Gordon and Alfred, they all team up. Selena's there. They're going. Riddler's there too? Uh, Riddler didn't join them, but he's they're like roomies. Penguin and Riddler are roommates. So Gordon wakes up from being knocked out and he sees Penguin and Riddler. He's like, what the hell is going on here? And Riddler's full fucking Tyler Durden Riddler now. But this group, because Penguin wants Galvan, uh, Gordon he wants, wants Galvan. Okay, I heard Galavan killed his his mom. Yeah, yes, his mom. that's why Galavan killed his. Actually, Tabitha killed his mom while while he was hugging. Why him. does why does he have Bruce Wayne? Uh, because this is the to uh, to bring Gotham back to, into Saint Dumas family. Some prophecy. Uh, he has to kill Wayne. the last gotta, Wayne son of Gotham. You got to wipe the Wayne's out. So, got but it. here's the funny family. thing. This is what I just understand. So then you get that they're 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 arming up. They got their guns. Selena's there. Penguin's there. Everybody's there. They're marching towards the tower. That's when you see that shot. Now. When it cuts to the reverse shot of them walking down the street, you see Galvan's tower, and it's like fucking 30 blocks away. He's about to kill fucking Bruce Wayne, and they're walking to this tower that's like three miles yeah. down? What? How about you Get grab money. an Uber, you fuckers? This time is of the essence. Why are you walking to <laughs> go save Bruce? Maybe they're waiting for a bus to roll up. I know. That yeah. part, I was like, okay, that's cool, but that fucking tower is way over there. You're never going to get... And, of course, they get there in time. And uh, Yeah, they do. Save save and so they save Bruce. Gordon's a wanted man. He gets away with Galavan with the penguin. Penguin beats the shit out of him. And Gordon fucking shoots him in the head in cold blood, dude, like a murderer. Like these characterizations mm. are all over the place. Like this is not Jim Gordon. I don't know what, who this is. The, the only reason I brought that up is I thought that looked interesting and it almost made me want to watch nah, that specific you did, episode. You, did, you didn't fucking miss anything. Okay. Well, right. I enjoy it, though. I don't get it. I mean, like I, 
I don't do I think it's like a canon or any of that stuff. No, it's completely a huge mess. It's a fucking mess upon a mess. But it's fun to watch. It's fun. Uh, it doesn't have the problem that other shows have, like where you're just like waiting for shit always happens. There's shit that's, that's always true. Happening. Yes. That's one thing you can say for Gotham. And, uh, and Rugs, I'm with you. I, I love watching it because it's entertaining. I don't give a fuck what they do. Just bring it on. It's wacky. I've kind of, they've broken me down. And I'm just, it's just enjoyable. So, yeah, now you, now you know what it is. You can watch it. Also, Anthony, this ends the first arc of The Rise of the Villains. There's another kind of cool reveal at the end. They get to the Indian Hill facility where they've been keeping all these people. Um, and they mm-hmm. drop Dr. St- Professor Strange is there. And he has oh, Galvin. Hugo Strange, Hugo Strange is, is, is uh, testing on people. And apparently someone said that they may have seen Fish Mooney in a tank with like fish gills in the scene. I didn't see that. <laughs> but, but here's the big thing. At the end, we meet fucking Freeze, dude. This guy's running uh, and Freeze chases him down. The screen ices over. They show the Gotham logo and it's all iced and the water ices. And so we're going to get to meet Mr. Freeze when the season comes back. So I don't know. It's fun to watch. Uh, there, the, it's just it's still, uh, despite it being the tone being all over the place and the mess that it is and the characterizations it's off. It's like way more entertaining yeah, than Supergirl. Char- everything's bad about Gotham, but it's, it's fun to better, watch. Still for me. better than Supergirl, though. Supergirl, yeah. does, Supergirl does nothing for me. All right, <laughs> all let's right. move on. Move it on, people. The Jock and Ned podcast. All right, the rest of these what shows. What are we doing, Agents of Shield? Yeah, we're gonna do a Agents we, did of we use, Shield. Did we mention to the audience that we're spoiling this shit? Oh yeah, oh, right here. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Hey guys, this is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Thanks for joining us on Blab. Uh, if you stick around to the end of the show, we'd like to open up the seat and geek out with whatever you guys want to geek out about. It's lots of fun. Rugboy gives great advice. But right now, we are going to talk about this week's episode of Agents of Shield, season three, episode nine. Called closure, not the mid-season finale. I think that's next week. Uh, I probably it is. I believe. It is. Yep. Um, but holy crap, dude! Okay, so r- what an open! What a fucking open for this show. Colson and Roz are having a little dinner date, and they're eating burgers, and it's so. And you really like you start to feel for them, and then oh shit! Fucking shot through the neck, Rosalind from War, dude, from like way in the distance. Uh, that, that was way far away. That was way, and he even makes a comment. He was like, "Man, I, I haven't think done he was that." In Gotham. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> he was still in Gotham shooting in uh, Agents of Shield. That was like two shows ago and three days ago. That that was a good scene though. That that worked in terms of uh, shock know. value. Yeah. And, and you were just starting to kind of like Rosalind a little bit, and yeah. then they killed her off. I thought I thought that worked. Really yeah, like well. Colson was like, uh, like last episode, he was like, "I'm gonna have to dump this bitch and kill her." And then he's like, "Oh, I could still fuck her and not feel guilty because she's on on the right side." There's so a, he's about yeah, to like seal the deal. He got burgers, you know, like you know that she's giving him the eyes. Like, okay, after I eat this burger, I'm gonna eat your burger, <laughs> and then you know. It, and yeah, every God time it was too good. It was too good. You know, things were too good. Uh, but what a way uh, to start the show. Ward makes it instantly personal with Coulson. And uh, and then it's on, dude. Uh, he sends other guys to shoot him. And uh, Phil fucking shoots his way out. And he is pissed. That whole that whole uh, scene the, her, with her getting shot and then the agents coming to kill Coulson, I thought it really worked well. In terms of showing his anger and still showing like he's an awesome spy and has very great ingenuity and 
can kind of figure out his way out of a tough situation. I thought that all worked really well. But that's the thing. If Ward had, uh, you know, Rosalind in, in his crosshairs, why didn't he take, uh, you know, fucking Colson out? Wants, I mean, if Ward had Colson in the yeah. yeah, he wants him to suffer. He wants, he wants him, him to, to feel what he feels yep. when he lost uh, Agent whatever fucking name, Agent Thirty Five so or whatever her name was. So he knows when he sends in these guys to kill Colson that they're not going to kill him. Uh, yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. He did say that he, he thought did, he yeah. thought he was just going to put him through the ringer a little yeah. bit. He's like, I'm putting him through his paces, kind of wearing him out. But yeah. he even calls it up and goes, he goes, look, now you know how it feels to have your loved one bleed out while you hold her. And I was like, oh shit, damn, dude. He's uh, and then and that yeah, and Phil put a beat down on these dudes, dude. What that was a great fight scene with uh, Clark Gregg. Uh, it, it seemed uh, very substantial. Like he put the, and then Mac comes in with the save, finally gets him out of there. And Coulson's all like, I'm getting Ward. Fuck it. Um, yeah, Coulson gets a lot of action in this show. Like, he he has to kick ass a lot. Yeah, he gets like, he his zappy fight- hand. Well, no, even before he got the hand, he was always fighting people hit mano y mano, wasn't he? No, yeah, he was. He was fighting the uh, those agents that came in, the Hydra agents. And no, this was a, a very Coulson heavy episode. And a lot of uh, him kind of, uh, it was good that, it was good in that, Colson and Ward were both basically two sides of a coin. They kept phrasing that. They kept saying that, beating that over your head um, because Colson was kind of like this cool, calculated guy that got really angry. And Ward starts out as this really angry guy that becomes really calculated by the end. Well, I love how Daisy is also like, he kills not because he doesn't feel anything, but because he feels too much, which uh, kind of helps him right. figure out how to the, get The interrogation to- stuff was great, too. Yeah, all when he's reinterrogating the the team. I love how they tied all the stuff from like the first two seasons back. Like you really had to watch the show from the beginning to get the full effect of all those stories of him and his brother and what he did to his parents and his other older, shittier brother. Yeah, it all ties together. It's still weird, though, that him and May slept together. Well, yeah, well, and she kind of like explains that. She goes, oh, he was uh, he was broken. Uh, we don't, we're both broken. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he fucking played Let's him. And still, it. like, uh, throughout the whole episode, I still don't know if Ward's playing everyone. Like, you can't, it's so hard to get a read on him. Like, I love that. Yeah, it, it makes it difficult for, to think any of his relationships are real. Like, right. Even with the agent 30, whatever her name is. Right. Like, uh, I don't know if he was actually playing her or actually in love with her. And I still don't believe that he was actually in love with her. I think that he's using it as an excuse, maybe. I don't know. You And you still don't believe that even though he kind of leads them into the portal to the next world, you still don't even know if he's fully on board with what Malik's thinking. I mean, it seems like he is, but he could be still after his own agenda out there, too. I don't think he's into taking orders. I think he's just doing what he has to do. That was interesting, though, that Malik kind of uh, talked him into leading the team because Malik was like, dude, your vendetta is stupid. Let's move forward. He goes, I'm not about revenge. Let's do something big. Yeah. Yeah. And like and and he goes, I want you to change history. I mean, he talked him into leading the team into the portal, which. I was surprised because Mavis. I, that yeah. planet's Mavis. So yeah, Fitz says the planet's name Mavith, uh, and uh, I think that's from uh, that's canon, right? That's from the Marvel comic book universe. Planet Mavith. Is it? Is it? Is it Mavis Jay Leno's wife? <laughs> no, that's a Mavith. I'm Mavith. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I've been talking to my wife, Mavith. Mavith. I don't know if it is canon. Uh, canon. I threw, I threw Mavith in the Wikipedia, and it didn't work. Camille. Nothing happened. Uh, well, we know where uh, we know where they're going. They got Fitz and Simmons because they don't know how okay, to. Okay, can we talk about that real quick? Yes. 
when they're torturing Simmons, I wrote this in my notes. Yeah. When they're torturing Simmons, I, I you hear her screaming a lot, and then she comes out with like a scratch on her face. I was like, ah, it's not that. They just gave her a titty twister. They weren't. You hear her like screaming in pain, like they're like taking off each of her like digits or something, no, and then was, you, she comes back and she just has nah, like, they made her listen to Justin Bieber. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> <laughs> it was just an Indian rug burn, a really severe Indian rug burn. That's all the guy yeah. could do. I mean, that agent, I like that the Asian and human dude. He's fucking badass. Like he just doesn't give. He's a the fuck. guy that hosts chat, not chat. He hosts a show on the Food Network. Oh, he, he is that the same guy? Yeah, yeah, the, the uh, Iron yeah, Chef. That's not that's Iron the Chef, Iron yeah. Chef guy. Who knew the, the iron, host, yeah. Who knew the iron? I've never seen him levitate shit on that show, though. That's weird. Uh, he, no, that's Mark Gascos. He's actually like a good martial artist and shit. Oh, this he's yeah. a martial artist. He's been in a ton of films. Yeah, yeah, he's great, dude. And he uh, he plays like uh, he is Iron Chef host too. Wow, he is the. I thought I didn't know where I saw him from. That's so funny. He's the. He's from iron the Crow, the, the the TV show. The remember there was a really bad Crow TV show uh, for a barely, while. Barely, I barely remember that. I forgot about. Yeah, that. he was the guy on that. He's been in a lot of yeah martial arts movies. He's been he was in Mortal Kombat. He's badass, uh, yeah. dude. And like the guy Cradle just... to the Grave. <laughs> oh, that's uh who was that the rapper? There's a rapper in that one. DM, that DMX. Was the, D, the DMX. He was, DMX. DMX. Movie, he was in a movie with Dwayne Wayne that was fucking and he did karate in this movie. I think it was called Drive. Kadeem Hardison. Yep, you're right. Yes, you're, you are absolutely right. He was in and it, the yeah. fucking he did some sick karate in that shit. Like look up a YouTube clip of that. Hey, I thought Drive he was, fucking, was that movie with Ryan shit. Gosling. Or that that's a guy. different drive. Oh, it's, a, it, there's, drive. it's drive. You're not incorrect. Okay. It's just a different one. Okay. They should think of different names for movies. Uh, but <laughs> Kadeem Hardison. Okay. Uh, what Dude, the fuck are we you about? YouTube that shit. <laughs> We're talking about Mark DeCascos. DeCascos. And how he's a great, he's a, he's a great inhuman. And yeah. He, yeah he's going to, I hope they use it more because that's a great power. He's like 50. I don't know. He's an old fuck. He just can yeah, he's fucking 51. levitate things and shoot things. So uh, we find out uh, to stop torturing Simmons, Fitz volunteers to go through with them. And then in the meantime, Coulson, is the, he thinks he's going to, to Ward and then finds out uh, they use his brother. That was good, dude. I really like that, that the phone good. call with the brother was maybe the one time uh, Ward is sincere ever. Like he, he got to him. Yeah. Like what is? But he was even still kind of he was still kind of lying to his or like fudging the truth with his brother too about the way things played out in their lives. Well, but maybe he's just I think like he's a fucking sociopath. Like I think he believes that. Like he's delusional. Think he is. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, he's definitely a sociopath. And the brothers, the brothers like (laughs) no. no, Think he is a sociopath. The brothers just like no, you fucking psycho. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Like what the fuck? You killed my brother and our parents. You fucking maniac. And he goes, but I did it for you. No, he doesn't say that. But <laughs> <laughs> so they're flying over. And so this is what I didn't get. Like, apparently Coulson is going another direction. And he sends Fitz and Simmons into this trap, pretty much, into this ambush. How do they? And then he ends up directly above them where there's an open window and a straight shot that he hits at the exact moment that the portal oh is God. closing and then probably knocks himself out on a rock on Mavith on the other side. But whatever, dude, that was a little bit of a stretch there, you guys. <laughs> a little bit? That was – that might have been wow. – although the overall this was a good episode, that might have been the single worst moment in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. history. Yeah, that was to, – To jump out of a plane and land into that, that was awful. He Were you just be... saying, Rugby? That was what? It was contrived. This it was just like contrived. way too like – 
No. I was like, like no way. No fucking what? way. One uh, one in a bazillion trillion that that ever happens. That you jump out of a plane and land like, in a portal like that. Captain America will pull that shit off, maybe. Yeah, but even still, yeah, then maybe. like he needs a map, and, he and even a... then you'd be like, "That's a little bit crazy." But it's like, like, I'll try. No. Yeah, only. Ga- I mean, that's a- you're I, right. I, I thought the I thought I thought the flying car was the worst thing they've ever done, and no, him jumping into a portal through a plane oh. at the exact moment as it's about to close is the worst thing. I missed done. the flying car. Yeah, but- he hit that portal like like a like a, like a a turd. He went bloop. <laughs> like not even a splash. I- well, the portal is basically like goopy turd once it like it, yeah. it's like diarrhea yeah, like, once yeah. it like gets formed and everatever, whatever. And he just goop. jumped right in the toilet bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, dude. That, that is awful. a that's a Captain America move. There's no way in fuck Colson should be able to pull that off. What'd you guys think? Yeah. What you guys think of him leaving Mac in charge? Part of me was like yelling at Mac. I'd be like, fucking man up and make a decision. God damn it. Like, he does. Mac looked actually nervous. He yeah. was like, oh, shit. But then he does. He puts in. He's. He goes. I liked it. Yeah. He gets Lincoln and Gutierrez. He's like, uh, you guys are going in. Let's go. And he he was. What's cool about that is he was the guy that was kind of against Inhumans to start. Yeah. And kind oh. of like a, afraid of all this stuff. And then he's the guy that is like, you know what? We got to make a tough call. He's still Let's the by the because of the secret warriors together. Yeah. He's still the by the books guy. I liked how Colson was like, we're doing this off books, Mac. You were in charge, like so. There's that still. He's kind of by the book, and and there's that still tension between him and Colson, which is nice. But I thought Max stepped up and uh, did a good job leading the group. He had a good pep talk too. Yeah, it was like either we do this or I forgot the line. It's like either we do this or people die. You got to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I guess so solid. they, uh, I guess so coming <laughs> like next episode, you see them on the planet. They said that they have twelve. They don't. It's twelve hours. They have a twelve hour window to come back and pick them up or something. Uh, so does anyone know who they think that inhuman is going to be? That's probably going to be somebody, right? It's going to be Negan. <laughs> it's going to be Negan. Oh, it's, it's I saw Negan. a lot of, I saw a lot of stuff online that people were rooting for uh, Ward to become the taskmaster. It's going to be zoom dude. Uh, Oh, the taskmaster. Huh. What if it's Thane? Yeah, what Ward. if they make it Thanos son Thane? That'd be kind of neat. That's possible. Thane. Very possible. Uh, Jordan of the pie says inhuman still happening. Uh, I think yeah. late, yeah, I think so. way late. Like it, rug, rug boy, uh, rug boy said Thane as if he didn't know who that was. So that's Thanos's son. Yeah, that he has like one hand that can like just destroy everything, and then the other hand he can like freeze everything so that everyone becomes like living death, so they don't move but they're still alive. Two powers I do not want to have. Oh, no, you don't. That's uh, but <laughs> I want to kill inhuman. everything or make everything almost dead. <laughs> he's an inhuman. He's an a crossbreed between an inhuman and whatever Thanos is, like an eternal or whatever the fuck Jesus. Thanos is. Oh, he's a titan. Tan- Thanos is a titan. Titan, yeah. He's, he's a titan. part titan, part uh, inhuman. Yeah, uh, I don't like that. No, that's a like crazy thing. mix. Fuck so, thing. yeah, I don't know who. I don't know who this. Uh, and I don't even know if we're gonna find that's out. Gonna be somebody, right? Really? Is it? Or are they gonna just make up some fucking dude for this? I hope it's someone. I don't know, they built this guy up. Yeah. 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 He's got a shroudy kind of thing. It could be that dude from the Cabal. I don't know. I hope it's someone. Uh, uh, we'll we'll find out next week. Um, yeah, oh, but good oh, plug. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, good solid episode, man. I just uh, I want to see what happens now. Is there like a I list would... of human bad guys that we can look at and see, like uh, deduce? I mean, it could be what? Maybe it's what if it's Maximus? No, see, those are the big guys they're going to save for the movie. Yeah, there's even those guys. You gotta look movie. at like the B list in human bad guys. B and C list. And C um, list. I, I do. I would. I do want to throw in that 
although this episode was good, again, not to harp on it, but Colson diving into that that poo poo pit is is might be almost ruined this episode for me. Yeah, that was. I, I mean, how unbel- that that was really bad, like really, really bad. I agree. It's supposed to make him look badass, but it makes him look like a piece of shit. It was just. It was. It was like forced. It days. makes the whole show look amateur. In my opinion, it was just like bloop. Nah, just went in bloop. I mean, that's the thing. Last episode was so great that anything that comes after it's going to seem shitty. But yeah, that that you know, <laughs> that's just saying that thing. scene. Yeah, the fuck they couldn't yeah. figure out a better way to get him there, or why does he have to be there? Plus, he's knocked out. Well, now. he could have like. He, well, he could have like in, like landed, you know, like parachuted in, and then like infiltrated his way into the castle and jumped in at the last minute. That would have been believable. That's but true. for him to jump, I mean, jump off a plane, yeah, jump in cr- there. That was exactly. crazy. <laughs> that was a little nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, we. Got, I mean, I've seen crazier shit, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was almost like Gotham. <laughs> Gotham contrived a little bit. Yeah. Uh, slipping into that <laughs> territory. Let's hope that they uh, it pays off next week. All right, guys, let's talk about this fucking awesome crossover that CWDC yeah. gave us this week. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. spoiled. All right, gang, thanks for joining. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. We're going to talk about... Well, we're going to kind of combine it. Let's start with the Flash side. Yes. This week, Flash and Arrow had an awesome two-part crossover to help set up Legends of Tomorrow. So on the Flash side, this is uh, episode eight, season two, called Legends of Today. Very clever titles. Uh, yes. And uh, this part, man, for they had a lot of fucking concepts to set up, a lot of crazy yeah, shit lot to try on. to explain. And some of it, a lot of it worked. Some of it was like, okay, uh, just I'll see where it goes. But man... For them to have to explain everything from immortals to ancient Egyptian in reincarnating priestesses to like people with wings, it was nuts, but it was a lot of fun, dude. It was a lot of fun. You feel when these guys get together, you can feel the fun they have on set. Uh, Team Arrow and Team yeah. Flash, just the, the actors, the chemistry that the actors have themselves is lots of fun. Yeah. The, uh, the producers and the writers have, you can see, like you said, when, when they put all these characters in the room, it's almost like they do these random pairings of these characters just to see how, how the fun in their interactions. Yep, yep. So you can tell everybody is having a ton of fun on set when, when they have, you know, nine, 10 heroes together. Everybody. Yeah. And everybody kills it, man. Barry had a lot of great lines. Cisco had a lot of great lines. Uh, and uh, we, Cisco is great. Uh, so, who said that? Since when did our lives become an Indiana Jones movie? That was Cisco. <laughs> that might have even been yeah, Cisco. They, yeah, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. They had an Indiana Jones reference in both shows. There was another one where uh, he says the something crystal else. skulls. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Thea goes, ah, oh, that's the only thing I, I understood. So in this show, basically, how do they set it up? Savage shows up off a boat, fucking kills everyone. He's looking for Hawk Girl. Um, how did they? The setup was I, a little. I don't the like Vandal. It was a little Savage. clunky. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to agree like with Rugboy Vandal. So let's talk about Savage. No. What, what's your beef with you're Savage, gonna, Rugs? You're creating the fucking arch enemy that's going to be in a brand new show. Like the main guy that the Legends of Tomorrow are going to be after. And he seems a little bit not cool. Like, I don't like him at all. I don't feel like he's threatening. Mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, no, I don't like him. He doesn't seem that's, He doesn't seem like intense enough. That's what I was going to say, too, is... The, the setup to them getting together, like it was kind of clunky in that like Vandal Savage hasn't really been built up as a threat to anything. So for Flash to immediately be like, you know what? I'm not going to call Arrow's help against Zoom. I'm going to call for Arrow's help against that regular dude over there. Like you don't even know that he's an immortal at that point. 
You're just, he's just like something feels off about because he's not a metahuman. Uh, I think it's magic, but he hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> All he, he did was kill magical him. about him at that point. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It hadn't been earned at that point. So I love uh, some of the stuff I love this episode is in the beginning after uh, they go to Star City and they're trying to hide Kendra. They're like, hey, let's all go hang out and have some cocktails while this fucking lunatic is out looking for us. Let's get a little tipsy. And they all hang out. They have drinks and it's lots of fun. And then is this when then then Savage crashes in out of nowhere. Now, how 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 high up are they? How the fuck did he get there? What did he just fly in? Like, that's pretty impressive. Like they're up in a building, high sky rise apartment. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was uh, it was kind of weird. And I and again, going back to Vandal, I thought he would be a little bit more of a physically imposing character. Um, even the way he speaks is kind of strange. And I don't know. I I didn't it, find he Vandal doesn't to command any kind of like zoom. Like he, you can't see his face. I mean, he's menacing. Maybe it's the yeah. suit or whatever. But um. Vandal is not menacing in any way. And not only that, but I thought the whole reason for him to go to be looking for that staff, like why would it be in central city of all places? Like his fucking uh, why was it crazy. Egyptian, he's looking for the staff of horrors. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was, it was uh, like in central happened to be, well, and that's what, but Kendra kept saying like she was drawn to central city also. So yeah, I don't yeah. know what that connection is there. I, I, I'd like to preface too that, Although I did like this episode, like Imran said, I, I found it fun. But when you dig into like why the teams got together and who the main villain was, Vandal doesn't have a lot of physical charisma in terms of size or or anything. Like not a lot of screen presence. So I always imagine Vandal when you see the the animated shorts yeah. and TV series. Like he's this very like impressive guy that like he he walks in the room and people are like who the hell is that guy? He needed more of a yeah. presence, you know, bigger, like, broader shoulders. And when and when this when this asshole walks into the room, you're like who the hell is that homeless guy? He's like yeah. what the hell? Douchebag. <laughs> I love how fucking Kendra just learns everyone's secret identity like in a matter of minutes. Like nobody gives a fuck about protecting their secret identity anymore. Actually, Cisco blows Barry's. Cisco goes thanks Barry, and, and Barry's like dude, come on, like right in front of her. And then she gets to be fucking who uh, the arrow, green arrow is, which is pretty funny. Um, I like how uh, she that she goes for air, and then here's how we meet Hawkman. She's out going for air, and she just gets snatched off the ground. Like, right after, Cisco's like, I'm feeling a little bit normal every day. And then she gets snatched out of the ground, and uh, he, this guy's kind of a dick. I kind of liked Hawkman, because he was kind of a douche. Because, like, I think the Hawkman is kind of a douche. Uh, so for he them, is. they have to explain, like, I think the Hawk people have like the most convoluted fucking backstory in the DCU. Like it's uh, for them to kind of establish this and, and, and for, to get out the information that they're a reincarnated priestess, they're going the, this Egyptian priest route. I thought that was impressive. Cause if you actually try to look up like their origin and, and the, the history it's of the Hawk people, it is so convoluted, dude. I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even do it. Yeah. They're talking about aliens they're talking about egyptians is all this shit yeah so they have it set up now that they're this reincarnating duo that from egypt always reincarnates to fight against uh the vandal savage right right there's also like a there's also um in comic book canon there's a thanagar planet where these guys are like kind of police so it's very very convoluted when it comes to hawk girl and the hawk man but um I've, i also wanted to point out the you know in this episode she like kind of learns how to fly or whatever a lot of it was Legends of Tomorrow setup, and I thought 
they try to make it into this big moment where Hawkgirl learns how to fly, but I didn't feel like we've spent enough time with that character yeah. to really care if she's flying or not. That's you know, true. it was cool, but yeah. like, but we just met it wasn't her. like, oh man, yeah. we just met this character, and they built it up as like she's gaining her wings, she's learning how to fly. Oh my gosh, she wasn't like, that uh, super really charming that you could, you know, she needed a little. Her acting's more. a little off too. She needed a yeah. little. I'm not, I'm not really in love with that accent actress either. Yeah. I feel like their casting has been weird lately. Well, they need a bunch of fucking people yeah. to fill all these fucking goddamn roles. Yeah, but I mean, like, the guy who plays Hawkman doesn't yeah. seem right. The guy who seems Van- Vandal Savage doesn't seem right. She's okay, you know, whatever. I mean, like, but they're not knocking it out of the park here. So they get to do fun things no, where Kendra no, remembers ancient Egypt. And apparently, in this ancient Egypt, everyone is white and they speak English. So it's very interesting. I, I, I threw that in my notes too. Yeah, yeah I saw that. That's why I said that. I threw that. I was like, "Yay, white Egyptians!" I think that was an arrow, but it, this stuff crosses over. I know. I just this, this episode was basically a two-hour episode. Yeah, yeah. White Egyptians. We gotta love the white Egyptians. I mean, do you think? Don't you think that there was white Egyptians though? Uh, what do you mean, like Caucasian Egyptians? I mean, they would have looked like yeah, because Rome had spread throughout all over uh, the world at that point, or maybe I don't know. I think that was pretty. They might have had like Roman. They might have had like Romans trying to like trade, and maybe some of them might have uh, slept with Egyptians. No, but, but I don't the think Etruscans, the early Romans, and the Greeks are all over the place. They were con- they were fucking conquering they all did over the so place. much fucking with everybody's women. But it, I, I just feel like it was so. It's so sunny over. Like they would have been tanned at least. Oh yeah, yeah they, they should sure. at least have had a, a base. They need a All good, right. a good base coat. Uh, man, there's <laughs> so there's so many things. Like I love the little bits with like where Cisco and Felicity, like how they where they missed a high five. There's like lots of little cute moments like that. Uh, every time Ma- when Malcolm was it in this episode, when Malcolm shows up and Barry's like, "Is that the only way he knows how to fucking come in a room?" Or was that in the Arrow? See, it all gets confused. I think that no, this was this it was, was this uh, that was in this episode because. Yeah. This episode was Flash. It was even though it was labeled Flash, most of it occurred in Star City. Right. They it was mostly it was in Ollie's nice. lair. And this is one of my points too, is and it was a Flash episode, but they introduced the fact that Ollie had a kid in yeah. this one. Yeah. Just like in the next back. episode, they introduced a Flash storyline in that one. So yeah. they kinda like flipped the episodes around. I I I cool. they just yeah I like that. it was flash and name only it was more arrow focused than it was flash I like how they flipped it you're right because they went to had to go for him to help so we find out that for four thousand years Vandal Savage has been killing these two over and over and over again two hundred and six do the math on that no he says so he says four thousand years he's killed them two hundred and six times what does that work I did the math on that. That means it doesn't make any fucking sense because it means that he's been killing him every 19 years. And does Kendra or Carter look 19 years old ever? Every 19 years he would be killing them? Over 4,000 yep. years? Do the math. 4,000 huh. divided by 206 is 19 years old. Oh, I didn't actually. I don't do math. Math did not add up. That's why. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe round it up. It's a 20? He's like about <laughs> 206 times. Uh, I kill you every time you're 20 years old, even though Carter looks like he's about 35. Yeah, yeah, that's I interesting. Know, it, I didn't, I didn't like actually think number. about that. Yeah, yeah, I did not. Uh, it was a weird number, and then, and then Carter's like, "This is like what made Carter unlikable." He kept being like, "I'm going to make the plans for this. I'm going to, I'm going to be one of the training." I'm like, "Hey, asshole, you died two hundred, <laughs> you failed two hundred and six times. Maybe you let someone else do it." I know time. that's a good huh? point. It huh? never Maybe. worked. Every, it never works. Why are you the Why are you the head trainer of this chick? And every time you he's suck. like, "Look, I, rem- I usually I make the plans and like." And where yeah, do the suits come from? That's what I wanted to know. Where the fuck did that box? Right? 
No, he's just showed <laughs> they get to that that farmhouse and he oh, just yeah. has a box with the costumes. Where the fuck did the box with the costumes come from? And where's the mace? Also, yeah. where do where's their the wings go when they retract them? Do they just where where do they go? Do they're they, magic wings. They're oh, made of magic. They're, they're Horus magic. They're Egyptian magic wings. So they just magic. They're made of Horus. I get it. Uh, yeah, podcast yeah. has a nice reference. Yeah, it is the, they go to the Avengers that. farmhouse to see Hawkeye. Thea makes that joke. Wait, that's but, an arrow where she what she is, makes that reference. Uh, what does she say? So they they pull. This is an arrow, but it's just crossing over. Whatever. This is an arrow, and they're they're pulling up to the farmhouse uh, in uh, Central City. Right. And Thea goes, "A bunch of serial killer heroes in a farmhouse." Feel like I've seen that in a movie before. Oh shit! I totally missed that. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. She, uh, she totally references Avengers. And so and the whole thing with her emerging was also kind of like really rushed. I thought it was hilarious yeah. how Carter's like, well, this should work. And he just shove, he just pushes her off the building. He goes, yeah, it should. And then he's like, mm, I think her powers are blocked. Like he didn't even know if it was going to work. Uh, and uh, that was funny. Carter's a dick. He's a dick, dude. Carter sucks. I kind of like that he's a dick, though. That's kind of funny. And maybe he does this every time. He pushes her off something every time. I think that's what. Yeah, that's probably what he's like. Oh, I just got to push you off a building, and then we'll fucking get on with our lives. Prince Khufu sucks. So the other storyline um, running through this though is Jay Garrick returns. Wells too is trying to work on a speed drug. Called Velocity 6, which actually in the comics, there's something called Velocity 9. Velocity 9, yeah. So, and Caitlin, uh, being the biophysicist, helps him with uh, the other kind of science. And uh, unfortunately, no one has uh, told Patty Spivet anything. So, of course, when she sees Wells in the car, she freaks out and she fucking pops him. Oh, shit. Uh, and now they're going to have to tell her fucking everything. I didn't, I thought he was going to tell her that. And Joe's like, Patty, you got to go. And, uh, Jay fucking vibrates through his chest with the speed drug and pulls the fucking bullet out, which was, uh, it was kind of a neat trick, but Jay, Jay's kind of a dick. Why doesn't he fucking help them? I don't understand. I thought he went back to his world. No, he I just, didn't... he was, remember we were, he's out like, he's like going to the zoo and checking out art museums. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's at Starbucks. He's like, let me check out the fucking brothels in this universe. See what that's like. Jay kind of sucks right now, too. I don't know why they've yeah. written him like this. Too. He's kind of a dick. Like, just fucking help him so we can all. Yeah, and he, keep, he keeps being like, don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah. But then, like, stay around and help. Well, then why don't you tell them what to do instead of fucking leaving all the time and hanging out at, as Imran said, the fucking local brothel. Like, yeah, yeah don't be ridiculous, Balky Flash. <laughs> Balky Flash. <laughs> Balky Flash has been completely useless. Maybe he'll get his speed back and he'll be able to help with this drug. But I think, wasn't Wells 2 still dying at the end of this? Like, he was still in a coma or something? No, he was good, but he was... Oh, he was uh, but Jay was just like, don't use that shit on them. On them. Don't use oh, the velocity that's right. stuff. That's right. The speed drop. But this episode, we also find out, or we also at least get a hint, which we find out is confirmed in Arrow, that Ali's son is still alive with that chick. Yeah. So at the end, you see that uh, he runs into a kid. And uh, it's funny how Ali's uh, kid loves the Flash. I loved how Oliver was like looking at all the Flash shit. And he's like, oh, what is this? He's like, you got a coffee <laughs> named after to you and a burger and toys. Barry's like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> what do you got? He's like, yeah, I'm the Flash. You're the Pop, asshole. Pop Podcast says he has a lightning bolt up his ass. Jay is just butthurt that he has no powers. Yeah, I think he's a little jealous. He misses the speed force. Well, his powers don't even come let, from the speed force, but he just misses. Let, let's get into Arrow. Everyone. Yeah, let's, let's just go. Should I play? I'll play this. Dark and nerd. 
So this cross- we've already been kind of crossing over yeah. with shit, Flash and Arrow, and it's kind of hard to tell which what happened in what. So yeah, Blair- let's just jump into Arrow, and it's full spoilers, just like Flash and all the other shit. Oh spoiled, yeah, so. let me hit this. Let's spoil some shit, Batman. I did. I did kind of enjoy like this is like a fun like hour forty five movie with all these heroes. Like if you watch it, I like together. the I like the second half better. I oh like yeah, better. okay. Yeah. Well, uh, why we learn more about Kendra in the beginning? She starts remembering. And uh, this is where we get into like their white origin. Egyptians. Yeah, white Egyptians. And we see why. <laughs> and, uh, and, and why Savage is after them. And this is where the box of costumes kind of pops up out of nowhere. They're warrior priests. But- this is also where, now, like I mentioned in Flash, you got a hint of an Arrow storyline. This is where in Arrow, you got a hint of a Flash storyline because you're seeing yeah. Barry. You're seeing Barry run, and he sees himself again. That like, was great. Oh, shit. Do you think that that was like a weak plot point that they did that? That they use the speed. I mean, it's con- it's a very convenient. Like this is the second I hope time. There's ramifications from it. I hope there's something that there- happens because of it. Yeah. Or it- yeah, I hope it's not just a plot device to erase like erase everything for that episode. Like I hope there's actual consequence to that. I think the consequence is going to happen in Ali's decisions that he made the same both oh. times. I love how they he ghosted. He comes back. He goes, dude, we did this. This ain't going to work. Everybody dies. And Oliver's like, all right, okay. Let's, and he just, he goes with it. That's cool. He goes, let's try something mm-hmm. else. And you see them make different decisions, except for the decision Oliver makes regarding the kid and telling Felicity. He does the same thing. That's not going to end that. well because we saw the first time around, uh, the, uh, the first time around, she gets really upset. She finds out on her own. Hated that too. Second time around, he doesn't tell her still, but he kind of like brushes it off and softens it. And I'm like, you fucking asshole, dude. You still didn't learn from the first time. What are you doing? He's I, a pathological liar. I hated all of that because they've this whole season is about getting rid of all the secrets. Yeah. First off, like that mom's an asshole, first off, for not letting him acknowledge that he's his father. The kid's father, William, or what is his name? Matt? Well, it's William. Whatever fuck it's it William. William. Okay, and then in the first go-around, which really never happened because of the right. time travel, right. Felicity acts like a jackass. <laughs> like, seriously, Ollie's like, can you give me like a, like a minute to like process all right. this? You're like right. all over me right now. Something just traumatic happened in my life, yeah. and all she's worried about is herself. Tell Felicity me, acted what like about a me? Yeah, she was like, yeah, what about me? Tell me? And she turns it into, you don't trust me, yeah. as if like, this has anything to do with her. Like, let the guy fucking breathe. They just found out he had a kid and he can't have a relationship with him. Like, that's something that's personal. Like, he, he, he probably would have told you eventually. Like, shut the fuck up. See, but I don't think he was ever going to tell her. I agree with that. He Who, with, with me or with Iran? No, with uh, Anthony. Oh, yeah. I don't think he was going to tell her because he clearly he doesn't well, learn yeah, his lesson. Go around, he doesn't learn his lesson. I mean, even though he doesn't know, Barry even tries to tell him. He goes, look, I saw this happen. And it, it, you guys, it looked like it was over. I think you need to tell her. Uh, just a little friendly advice from a guy who can time travel and has already seen it happen once. Huh? How about you listen to that? But no. Yeah, but I don't really see a reason not to tell her either. That's the thing yeah. that, that bothers me. Like, well, there's no reason the, not to tell her either. Is it the deal he made with the baby mama? It's a deal he made with the baby mama, but it, at that point, the baby mama means nothing to you. Tell Felicity. Tell yeah, her. Like, why can't she know? Like, or just tell her and tell her not to tell anybody. Just at least let – at some point, I was hoping he was going to be like, can I tell one person, just one? Or I thought he was going to be like, look, 
you can't tell anyone, but I want you to know because, you know, I love you or whatever the fuck. None of that shit happened. And then he's like, ah, it's over. It doesn't matter. And Felicity's like, oh, okay. Ollie's gonad shunk three times way yeah, too she, small. She, she took it way too, uh, the, the lie. She took it like, oh, okay, whatever. He's lying to me. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. It's over with. Yeah. And she took it like, it was, that whole thing was really weird. Like, it was, it was kind of touching seeing him play with the, with the kid, his son, and, like play action figures. Like I thought that moment was cool, but the rest of that stuff, the setup and the payoff was weird. Yeah, people I don't are just know. not acting rational. I don't know where they're going with this, uh, with this kid, with William, with the baby mama. Like, and I totally thought it would be Connor Hawk. Connor Hawk though is going to be in legends of tomorrow. And it's not Oliver's no. kid. Okay. This is some, this is a fucking separate thing. So I, uh, so let's talk about the, the, the time jump shit. Cause that was kind of cool. Seeing it fucking, the thing is, I felt like you kind of ruined the surprise. The minute you saw him ghost, you're like, oh, shit, get ready. They're going to mm. time jump. This is going to go bad, and he's going to have to redo this. It was fun watching it go bad because uh, Vandal just fucking. You see, the, you see the error in their ways, and you see Vandal kind of become a little bit more badass. Yeah, like he Wait. he disintegrated everybody in a wide. That thing grew to the whole city. Everybody died. Yeah, we got to see Felicity burn. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> But then, <laughs> but then but, the second know. time, I did enjoy like how they tweak things. He goes, "This time, Cisco, you go talk to Kendra," and then that right. got her to remember her origin. And the first time they were killed, and how to defeat Savage, which was still a little. It was uh, what was that? It was they needed the I like the, the nth metal. They used the, the nth metal. Yeah, that's they, cool. They, uh, that's a great. That's a great Easter egg from the comic. They books. synthesized uh, some of the meteorite, the, the burning rocks, or whatever they yeah. used to call them. Into uh, nth metal because I think that's from the comic books too. In this, the whole the Hawkman that comes. No, I I, I think the nth metal is actually her mace or his mace. That's the the. Uh, oh, I thought it was like oh, okay. I thought it was the stones. yeah. The nth metal is what their weapons is made out of. The weapons are made of. Oh. Yeah, it was. They changed it around a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I like that they said nth metal meteorite. Um, and then I like the dif- different decisions. Like Oliver takes the whole team with him the second time, which is awesome. Right. Uh, and it was cool to see everyone. And everyone has a little up. bit more of a role in, in f- defeating Vandal Savage. Again, I don't, I guess Vandal carrying like Loki's staff, yeah. the Horus thing. I'm, yeah. I'm going to call it Loki's staff. Yeah, I guess that made him a little bit more imposing. Cause obviously you saw that he can destroy a whole city, but, um, my yeah. favorite thing about that fight with Vandal Savage yeah. is when the van pulls up. The doors swing open, and then Black Canary comes out and does her scream, and nobody cares. Nothing happens. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, like, like nobody gives a shit. The, that's all. That's all she has. She does. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, she does the scream, He's and, like, and no one falls over. Dick is no, nothing. Nothing happens. It affects. Yeah, Vandal like, Savage just like, looks over and goes, "Who cares? Like you're fucking useless." That it, it to- and it totally, it totally kills like her power too, because it already looks stupid when she like opens her mouth and is just like yelling silently and like you just hear like her like neck is glows but then like when nothing happens because of it it just makes her look like an idiot it, like it makes her look I like mean, the meanwhile there's a guy shooting her on one side and a girl with arrows actually doing shit on the other side and she's just like ah and, uh, okay great nothing nothing yeah <laughs> well done uh but this time kendra's powers do work they get a little bit of surprise on him and uh they blast him to a pile of powder but he's not. He's gone. dead. He's not yeah. gone, people. He's coming back. Roz, and Roz, Roz you know, Roz Agul comes in or whatever his 
John Barrowman comes in and snorts him. Barrow, dude, yeah, he's like, <laughs> I think he's going to sell some of that shit as like, say he's going to use some of that to step on some of the pure cocaine he's running. And then the rest of it, <laughs> I think he's going to try to reincarnate him. Fucking Merlin. Why? Merlin is always fucking things up. But you know what? They need him back for Legends of Tomorrow. So somewhere in somebody's contract that says, yeah, you're going to be reincarnated. They should reincarnate him into a different actor. Maybe maybe they'll be a cop shit. Oh shit. They should reincarnate him into someone who looks That's more true. badass. I don't yeah. think I think it's gonna be the same dude, unfortunately. Like I think so. The guy who plays Aquaman is more like the guy who should yeah. be the guy. Yeah, yeah. At least that kind of look. Yeah. Fucking Malcolm though. Why again they should just kill them? He's always fucking things up and he's like Well, he's always out for his own agenda yeah. and he feels like if he does this, he's literally like Vando, you're gonna owe me. Yeah, I think he did it for like a favor so that he could call right. in fucking an immortal. What a and they just and yeah, he's just him stepping out of the shadows though is hilarious. I love I, love I would that. I would say that these two episodes were fun. Um although there was a ton of like stuff there I was like, eh, what what are you what are you talking about here? Um I think the I'm glad that I hope the Legends of Tomorrow build is done after these two and that we can get out of that because although it was fun, it was kind of dragging down the the two storylines. Um I was I like that in this crossover you kind of see the character evolution. So if you remember the first crossover from last year, yeah, uh Ollie was like, We don't get the girls. And then in this crossover, they were like, Yeah, I was wrong. You guys we can get the girls. Yeah, like, I mean, uh that you know, and that scene was interesting where Oliver uh Barry's like, dude, you're different. What's up? He goes, I'm happy. And, and so, I like that they, they kind of defer to one another in each other's city. They're like, oh, this is Central City. It's your your call. It's Star City. It's your call. Whereas the last episode, they both, or the last crossover, they were both kind of at each other's throats with their philosophies and all that stuff. So you see the, the evolution in their relationship, yeah. which I liked a lot. But, I mean, they got to set all this shit up. And uh, Pop X cast in the chat says he wasn't happy with the Hawks' introductions into the show. It felt very rushed and not well thought out. And that's been, that's been the case with all the episodes that have been trying to set up Legends of Tomorrow. If you think about the Constantine, they're just they're, the things are being shoved in and, and then come right out. And so Legends of Tomorrow will to premiere, <laughs> put things in Rugboy's slack hole, and it comes out the other end, uh, which I don't know where the other end of your slack hole is. You push it in, and you take it out, and you right push out. it back in again, and then you take it out again, and so, then you push it back in again. <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> Thursday, January 21st, peoples, put, set your DVRs. That's when that fucking shit is starting. And uh, let's get back to, yeah, the storyline. So I think there's... I don't know if there's an arrow next week. I know there's a Flash episode. Is I this think they're both. I think they're both on next week. No. Yeah. I uh, think so. Flash is going to be the midseason finale. Flash has a Mark Hamill. Flash will have Trickster yeah. and Wally West will be introduced next week in the midseason oh. finale of the Flash, oh, which will be lots of fun and maybe some more Zoom shit. What happened to Zoom? What about Zoom? What's he doing? Does nobody care about Zoom? He's zooming. Uh, he's zooming around. I think. Well, he got. If you remember, he got hit with the power oh, thing that oh, made your powers go. He's recuperating. So I think he's recuperating. Yeah. He's recouping. He's and in you're, Easter Sandland. He's like, I can't run fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll re- let me read the synopsis for next week's uh, mid or Arrow mid season finale. You should read the summary too. <laughs> and then tell <laughs> me what it's <laughs> about in a couple of sentences. Yeah, this is fair. <laughs> after the city, after the city is attacked again, Oliver makes a bold move against Hive. Malcolm checks in on Thea and leaves her with a warning. And things take a horrible turn when Damian Dark retaliates in a brutal manner at. Oliver's mayoral party. So someone's ah, going to die. So, yeah. So there was no, I was wondering if there was going to be any, uh, arrow flashbacks and there wasn't any arrow flashbacks and there wasn't really any Damien dark, right. Except for, 
No, we, in the beginning of Flash. In the, in there the was. Be, oh, in the beginning of Flash with that takedown, that armored truck or right. whatever. Yep. Hmm. No, oh, good stuff, dude. Great. I love when they fucking cross over. Uh, let's have, hopefully they do another one this season, maybe towards the end will be great. And uh, we're going to set off Legends of Tomorrow. All right, gang, let's get to the big fucking geek news. We're going to have a lot of fun in this next segment. Stick around. Here we go. The Chalk and Ned I don't know why I put a spoiler. Anthony, tee this one up for me, will you? Look, a sports reference. Don't you appreciate that? <laughs> nice. There you go. Um, so I guess Batman versus Superman decided to counteract the Iron Man versus Cap trailer by they releasing their back. own trailer yeah, right on the back. same show, Jimmy Kimmel. I guess I don't know if this was planned or not. I but think it Kimmel, very, what, dude, that's a great uh, idea for Kimmel. It's a, whatever he's doing. This is like the place to drop your trailers. Now I was surprised though. Kimmel, Kimmel being on ABC that they would let a, a Warner brothers property release on their show. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think at this point though, they don't care because, uh, Affleck was there in the audience before I, I watched it and it was hilarious. Jimmy kept calling him Batman. He goes, uh, Jimmy, you know, my real name, right? Like we know each other. He goes, you've seen me naked. And he goes, say my real name. And Jimmy's like, it's Br- Bruce Wayne, right? It's Bruce. He goes, no. So, and then they played, okay. So then they played this trailer. Now you guys, we'll Red put- boy, did you see it? Yeah, I watched it. We'll put links of everything we talk about in the show notes, jockandnerd.com slash 63. Who wants to start? This thing. Rugboy. I want Rugboy's oh, thoughts. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> you want, you want if you the bad, the ugly, what do you want? What do you want to hear first? Let's start. Everything. Okay, let's start with the good. <laughs> let's just start with the good. Okay. All right. I've said this time and time again. All right. Zack Snyder makes a good trailer. Zack Snyder makes good costumes. Zack Snyder shoots things in an interesting, cool, iconic way. Yeah, yeah. He has he's a good uh comic booky, you know, action-oriented guy. Uh it's so all that stuff is great. Okay. Um the exchange that Bruce Wayne and uh Clark Kent have at the party in the beginning of the trailer is fine. There's a little That's bit cool. of a like a little uh, measure. This isn't how this is how big my dick is, and then this is yeah. how big your dick is. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the the judge of the dick contest comes, and he has red hair, and he's Lex Luthor, and he ruins everything. And he's- why does Lex <laughs> Luthor like he's terrible? Like he's just yeah. like not Lex Luthor. They made him into a different character that doesn't go along with what we know Lex Luthor as more of a Donald Trump asshole like guy. You know, like a guy who's like you know suave and debonair and like. Kind of like, you know, like I never liked the Gene Hackman uh, Lex Luthor. I Wait, never liked. I love Gene Hackman. Yeah, but I never liked he, that he was a buffoon. You know, who's your favorite and Luthor he, on screen? Luthor. I like Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like an intelligent guy. You know that he he came from good stock. He was bred well. Like he was like you know, but he has this like bald head and it bothers him he has a vanity issue you know plus he got to spend a lot of time with that character on that show yeah and he feels even more dickless when superman arrives because now like he's not he's managed to like overcome his insecurities of being bald and maybe like not the tallest guy in the world but he has like this big ego and then also superman shows up and makes him feel small and he hates that and that's why he hates superman yeah it makes more sense yeah and i don't really and I understand that, like, you know, he's playing more of a Woody Allen type of a role. You know, it sounded very, like, Semitic oh, in, in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 
and he's playing up that like uh part and that's cool but like it's just not the character no it, i could see it but it's not the character based on and i'm gonna echo Rugboy's thoughts based on uh what we've seen because obviously it's we can only base it off what we've seen i feel like jesse eisenberg was miscast he feels like he is in a totally different movie and i get that we've been criticizing how serious this has been the 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 dc universe so far and he is almost like he's almost like in it like almost as if he's like in the movie kind of making fun of how serious this is and it just is not working like i don't think he's cast like i don't think he's in the right movie like he literally the dick measuring contest that Rugboy re- references he jumps in and he totally ruins that scene yeah it throws yes. yeah it it throws everything oh, off he should have the been scene, the riddler it, that's a good call pop and the, the scene the scene itself great in terms of like like the, the 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 audio clark kent meets bruce wayne that's great audio like that's what every comic book fan wants to hear but if you think about it in the context of the movie who the fuck is Clark Kent in this universe? Clark Kent is some no-name reporter. Like, that shouldn't be a big deal to Lex Luthor that Clark Kent is meeting Bruce Wayne at this moment. Dude, and how like, does he Clark not... Clark Kent is nothing. But how does he not know... I don't understand how he doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is. This guy is like a billionaire playboy, and you're a fucking reporter, dude. Shouldn't you know who Bruce well, Wayne I get is? The, I get the sense that all three of them actually know who one another are, like, real identities. Like, I get the sense that Bruce Wayne knows that Clark Kent is Superman, and Superman knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like that's the feel I got from that. Oh. But God, Jesse Eisenberg is that. I don't know how I feel that that he is not. The audio on him is not good right now. The, uh, you know the irony. It's so funny because we tried this whole universe for being so dark and grim, and nobody smiles or cracks a joke. And now we got humor, and they fucking fuck that up too. Like it doesn't work. Like even because though, it's not the appropriate character no, to do that. None of his no. lines make sense. That line he gives Amy Adams. What that line doesn't make sense about the three syllable word. He's like psychotic as a three syllable word for the that doesn't make sense. And even I was gonna say that even like the last two trailers were so serious and we we criticized how serious this universe is. So they decided for this third trailer to make it almost like this wacky, like Schumacher esque tone. And it was like even like if you notice the editing. Like the, the jump cuts with the music, it's like da 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 da, and the the scene like moves fast. Like those jump cuts, they do it like three or four times on beat, and it just is like, what is going on? This is almost like the like it's become like a bizarro world with this. Thing. I mean, even the structure of this trailer, it's kind of a fucking yeah, mess, dude. Like there's no the music is different too. Yeah. Oh, the, the music is like watch campy. the first trailer and watch the first four minute trailer that they had, and then listen to the music. Then let, watch this trailer. The music is a lot different. Mm-hmm. It, it's, Ooh, the, it's the same kind of music, but it's a different, it's a very, much lighter, less ominous music. That's weird. They're trying so, to lighten it up. Like they just missed the whole and, and they, point. They gave away a ton of plot. Like if you look at, there's an article on birth movies, death that um, is pretty funny. That makes fun of this trailer. And they basically say this movie has been marketed around Batman V Superman. So them fighting. Yeah. Yet in this trailer, they show the exact moment when they're not fighting anymore and they become a team. What Be- the fuck? Because yeah, <laughs> what is going on? And I think that this, so I think giving away the fucking big bad was a little bit like, reveal. Hey, wait, I had another question that the scene in the desert, uh, those flying things, are those parademons? That's what I thought. 
That might be parademons. From, I think it's a dream sequence. You think that whole thing? So that whole thing? Because that clip they showed in Gotham was where he comes down and he pulls his mask off and he's just like a pouty bitch and you just want Batman to beat the shit out of him. I'm like, what is this? Like, what? what What's what, parademons? Parademons are They're dark sea, dark like army. Yeah, like army. Flying, like flying demons they're basically like, yeah flying demon Scoop monkeys very uh very uh they're badass though they can fucking swarm you know what here. here's why i think it's a dream sequence if you notice all the soldiers have superman patches oh yes so i think it's what batman thinks would happen if superman were ever be in control of everything and lose dream sequence because that, that's the only way to explain seeing flying demons flying around at that point but why do we need a dream sequence in this movie? That's a, a bigger issue. <laughs> S. Snyder, I don't know. The or fuck? the writers. He like he wants to sucker punch you. <laughs> the whole thing was a dream. None of this happened. All right, so I guess that's Doomsday at the fucking end there, right? Actually, I thought Doomsday. I thought it was a, a cross between the Abomination and the, one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or the liz- yeah. or the Lizard from Amazing uh, or the Lizard Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, all these things look alike. I don't know why they keep doing this. Like, first of all, uh, you know, Doomsday's got, uh, and they're probably going to evolve him. And this is like his, because uh, you know, Doomsday, Doomsday evolves. You know, right. oh, he, yeah, he right. starts out like normal, and then the bone protrusions start coming out all over the place. But I mean, that's not going to win you any points when you're showing that one as your first vision of the big bad is the one where he looks like everything else. And the fact, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Rugway. No, no, I'm done. Okay, I was going to say, you would have expected, too, with the the visuals from Zack Snyder, that he would be a little more careful on what he shows in a trailer. Like, it definitely feels like Doomsday's not finished yet, CGI-wise. So I wonder why they would show that. Like, that, that I think, was a mistake as well. I think they spent all the money on Batfleck. Oh, shit. And they called up Mark Webb and were like, Hey, dude, you still got that lizard CGI? You're not using that, right? Can we? Uh, can you just uh, uh, transfer that over? Can you put it in my Dropbox? We need to. I ran out of money. Uh, I need a doomsday. Fucking bad flag took the rest of our budget. What is that thing? Okay, you got. Okay, you have the lizard from Spider Man that could have looked like a lizard, but they didn't make it look like a lizard. They made it look like a guy. Yeah. And then they had the abomination who has the ears with the crazy ears. They didn't give him the crazy ears. Right. And they made him look like a guy. Like a troll. Yeah. Then they had the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. That's supposed to look like turtles, and they look like a troll. <laughs> so they're just making Trek. They just keep making Trek. <laughs> they, 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 there's a re- there's something in Hollywood about not having long snouts because they anything that has a long snout or supposed to they squish it. They just shove it back in. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know why? I mean, I don't know. Even Godzilla's got a snout like that. Like his face was pushed in too. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, says hard with CGI. It might be. And they're making a, they're, there's good points here in the, the blab. I do feel like I already know what's going to happen in, throughout the entire they movie. Spoil the movie. He like, did look like a troll. Batman from is, Hobbit. So Luther what's going to happen? Manipulating one, Luther's manipulating them two against each other. He either wants Batman gone or Superman gone and wants one of the two to take each other out. When it doesn't work, he creates the devil, which is Doomsday, who Doomsday comes in to take them out. And then Wonder Woman comes in to help save the day, and then they all unite. Okay, that's so, basically yeah, but, yeah. yeah, Wonder Woman's there the whole time, though. Wonder Woman's at this party. She Wonder is, Woman's yeah, all right. over this thing, but I, I think that she's trying to find them, maybe. 
So she waits or, until yeah, they maybe. come. I mean, again, she's like probably the coolest thing in this at the end of this trailer. Like you, you get a huge when you see the reveal that she saved them, and she was uh, the shot of her in the last trailer was great. Like, but let's why, you get a good. How can they go ahead, get wise? Think to do with CGI? Why can't they do that? She does. She no. have. She doesn't. She has blue eyes. No, she's brown eyed. No, she's got brown eyes. She's got a brown eye. <laughs> Let me see your brown eye, girl. Uh, anyways, but you, but um, Anthony, you have that storyline that you just said. Plus, you gotta fit in fucking Flash. You gotta fit in the Aquaman uh, reference. You gotta isn't Cyborg in this fucking movie? Like yeah. all of this other. This is gonna be. This is already jumping to like the third movie disaster. I I, I don't know. It makes me nervous. Like this should it, be. Amazing. The but. feel I got from it was uh, Schumacher slash Schumacher Batman films slash Amazing Spider-Man Two. That's how I feel. This movie's going to turn out. I feel like it's going to be a complete mess. Yeah. And you said there was a cool moment when Wonder Woman jumps in. Yeah, that's a cool moment. But then it's immediately ruined by the delivery of the lines afterwards. Yeah, like the, even the, their you? attempts at humor. Uh, okay, maybe I was wrong. Don't have jokes in the movie. Don't smile. Yeah. Clearly, you fuckers can't pull it off. Just keep it all straight, dark toad. I, and I thought Bruce knew her before. I thought that was going to be the story. Apparently, neither of them fucking no. know who she is. I thought she was with you. Did you catch, did you catch Bruce or a, a Ben, a ben Affleck? Affleck? Is that, yeah, Ben Affleck. Affleck. Just call did you catch, he, he's doing a, he's doing a Batman voice now too. So, was she with you? Uh, yeah, it sounded a little modulated in the suit there. Yeah. Uh, everyone, you got to do the Batman voice. Well, you know what? You better get used to Batfleck because he ain't going anywhere. We got Swear to me. We got- <laughs> I, I think he, I think he when he eventually directs a Batman film, if they make it that far, yeah. I think he's oh, actually going to do pretty well with it. It'll be but made. Later. What the fuck was that? He's making his Batman film. That was, that's, that's the Matt only Damon reason. will be Robin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Todd Robin, we could beat the fuck out of him. I did like the line about uh, we got a history with uh, crazy clowns, uh, you know, in the beginning. Oh yeah, but, no, that's good. That that whole bit was good. Yeah. Their whole exchange was good up until Luther came in. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a very, very, very odd, weak trailer to to end the movie hype because usually it's the three trailer act, and I, this was yeah, a very weak. There's one. a lot of geek boners all over the place for this. That's uh, true. Yeah, there's a lot. I, I did of- see on Instagram too. I saw on Instagram they did a, a like a hashtag like what did you think was better Iron Man versus Cap or Batman v Superman? Who's winning? And it was well, Batman v Superman. Really? I think that uh, the, yeah. Well, it's the casuals. They, Batman and Superman are huge, yeah. huge names. Yeah. Well, not only that, but the movie looks like a bigger movie. I True. mean, the Batman versus yeah. Superman movie looks like it's going to be humongous. It's going it to be a three-hour epic, yeah. like fucking destruction. And uh, the Civil War looks actually like a lot of a smaller movie. More character moments, yeah. yeah it looks the like action, a smaller film. The action's going to be great in that. There was another final thing I wanted to mention. I had a problem with the last shot where it's the three of them. The camera's kind of pulling out and pushing in. For some reason, I don't know what it is, if it's like over CGI. Like, it doesn't feel like they are there in that environment. It seems what like, it is is it's. I mean, they're they're obviously front of a green screen. No, but it looks yeah. like they're standing in front of like freeze that frame. It looks like they're standing in front of a projection. Like they don't look like they're in that scene at all in that final shot. It really took me out of the whole front thing. Of a green screen. It's them in front of a green screen and it's monochromed too. So the thing is too is if you look at freeze that shot. Yeah. They all are supposed to be wearing very distinct colors. Like Wonder Woman has the red and the gold, and Superman has the blue. It's and all the, dark the and red. muddy. 
They all look like they're wearing black. It's all dark. It's all unbelievable. But it can't be. But that look, podcast is like it's almost like TV visuals. You're saying bad green screen. This fucking movie has tens of millions of dollars budget. It can't be a bad. How could you? Be, that's not an excuse. There's no way it's a bad green they're, screen. They're still, they're still working on, on it. On I guarantee there? it'll. I guarantee it'll look a lot better for the movie. They're but, still. They're still working on it. Because they already. Yeah, but it looks like it. Watchmen. The same thing as Watchmen. Yes, that's True. the thing. He like. So I think what it is is with Cider, he pushes. This it's it's like a, he pushes the saturation and hue to and a lot like Sucker Punch to surreal levels to where it yeah. almost looks like it's a fantasy or it's an illustration or it just but I don't know if that works for this one because it took me out of it. I was like, it doesn't look like they're sitting in front of that fire. Like, why? Why? He likes to make things so that if you Hyper-real. screen grab it, it look if you screen grab it, it looks like it's straight out of a comic. Yeah. Like his visuals, like if you screen grab every one of his visuals, it's going to look great. It's going to look like comic book ass. Oh, the sh- this which is great. But yeah. it's, not gonna be a f- it's not a film. That doesn't make a film. No, somebody has already said this in an article. They were like, and I agree, the movie is going to look good, but I don't know if it's going to be a good movie. <laughs> that's the problem. And that's no, all- it's not going to be a great no, movie. All- it'll be fine. It's it'll all- be look. I. It'll Go be ahead, like Ron. Man of Steel. It'll be like Man of Steel. Ugh. It'll be you'll you'll be watching it and you'll be like feel like you're on a roller coaster ride and then you'll get off and you'll be like what the fuck was that i didn't see what was that but but that i just see it leaves you empty it's all style a little bit of substance no maybe substance. not even any substance there's a lot of shit they got to put in this movie it's gonna be one of those movies where you exactly right you see a ton of stuff and you're like oh shit that was cool that's cool but then when you go back and you think about it you're like wait a minute what the fuck this isn't this isn't none of that made sense why is this happening why did that happen why are they so angry I think that's my prediction is you're going to question everything after that in that movie. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I've yet to see if I feel anything for any of these characters. That's my main concern is I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to care about anybody. You know? did, you, did you catch the line where, um, again, I think this was on birth movies, death where they were talking about Ben Affleck. So he has his Batman voice, but they said when he's Bruce Wayne, he kind of talks like he's Bruce Springsteen. He has like this mumble. <laughs> Where he's like, he's got like a piece of shit in his mouth. <laughs> Maybe that's the Gotham in me. So I was, I, you isn't know, it hip, isn't it hypocritical about you and this puff piece? <laughs> yeah, Zach Burton should take a, a page from Tim Burton on storytelling. Pop X cast. Yeah, he should take the whole book from fucking Tim Burton on storytelling because the guy, including the Nicolas Cage Superman. Yes, take the <laughs> Nicolas Cage and fucking make that. The guy is like the equivalent of like your your hype artist from the nineties. In fact, the guy's the equivalent of all superhero books from the nineties, where every page was this crazy st- splash page with guys in poses, uh, and then there's just a bunch of word bubbles, and for no reason. It was it's just like uh, me stroking my pencil dick all over a page to show off. Are you saying that Snyder's the Rob Lee field of visual uh, storytelling? Maybe a little bit. Oh, shit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> nah, come on. Uh, that's, <laughs> ooh, that's rough. But that's what you that's say. That's the worst <laughs> insult you could hurl. That's on Michael Bay. That's from no, Michael Bay, maybe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, no, Michael, Michael Bay is the Rob Lee field. Snyder is more maybe like, uh, well, I don't even know. I'm not going to name drop anyone. Like, Michael this. Bay is like, he's trying to appease the lowest common denominator. He has no interest in telling a good story. Snyder tries; he just doesn't have the tools to do it. You're right. Yeah, right, I'll go. I would agree with that. Yeah, Snyder does have bigger aspirations than than Bay ever has in films. But I mean, just, Watchmen is still a great movie, if you ask me. I I yeah. enjoy. I mean, I enjoy that again. Like you said, I enjoy his ambition of making these fucking projects. Bay just knows to just shit out some CGI is gonna make a fucking million dollars. Who gives a fuck what's going on around it? 
uh, and just make things blow up. Really, Did, was it on our show where someone pointed out that in the last Transformers there were like um, a way more than necessary shots where Bay was shooting between like girls' legs, like the camera was literally <laughs> between girls' legs, like wow. as people were talking, they would put the camera between the legs, and then there'd be two people in the distance talking. Hoo-ha like, shots for no reason. <laughs> Just absolutely <laughs> gratuitous hoo-ha shots. Uh, he thinks he's fucking making The Graduate with fucking Dustin Hoffman in that one scene. Uh, like, you remember in Transformers 2 where Megan Fox is on top of that motorcycle and oh, that pose yeah. for no apparent reason? That, that still, and what did it happen? And what did it do? Nothing. That still frame is the best thing out of uh-huh. the whole movie. No, I don't even want to see the movie. The Megan Fox on the motorcycle. Oh, my God. The yeah, Megan yeah. Fox on the motorcycle. Just show me that still for two hours. It's way better than the fucking Transformers. Oh, shit. I'll take that any day. Yeah, it was pretty legit. Oh, what happened right. to Megan Fox? She's done, huh? She, yeah, she, She's she got into a little still? argument. Oh, she might be in that, but she got into a little beef with Michael Bay, and he kicked her off Transformers Three, and her career has kind of been since. Wow. Yeah, it took a huge shit. She had yeah. to do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Well, um, she's in that. Yeah. yeah. All right. I that's think a Michael Bay. Actually, that's a that's Michael, Michael Bay, Bay production. Yeah, yeah. yeah man, he didn't direct it. That's why it's better than Transformers. Are those any good, you guys? TMNT, the I new haven't ones? Seen it. I haven't seen any. It's okay. Not great. I still prefer the original one that came out in the 80s or whatever. Oh, that's yeah. a great one. I do like that first but, one. Uh, yeah. But I, I, the first Ninja Turtles, the new one, it's... It's okay. I wouldn't like put it up there. It's like I give it like a C. I mm. love that CGI one. I don't know why don't they make more of those. That was awesome. That one's a, that one's supposed to be a direct sequel to the the other two, or the other three. Oh, the CG, same universe. It just happens to be CGI. Yeah, that was cool. Like, oh, they uh, moved the way they moved was awesome. Like that was that was uh, like a comic book come to life. All right, I think that's. Uh, you got anything else on this trailer? Wow. No, I think we've properly this. killed it. I, I think, think we've, we've properly killed it. this trailer. You know what? Yeah. The fanboys, I know uh, Kevin and Chris from 365 are going to fucking hate us, dude. I know. Look, if you listen to the show, we tend to because they fucking love – they're going to they're gonna say this trailer is the bomb. And uh, we uh, just kind of ripped it apart. And uh, yeah, we're a little bit – we tend to be Marvel fanboys. But this is just looking at trailer for trailer, the content, the structure. What is this? This is a mess. I'm sorry. It's a huge it's thing. Mess. But it's a mess. So, all right. It's absolutely. Let's uh, wrap up the main show, guys, and we'll open it up to the blabbers to jump in here what they thought. The Jock and Ned Podcast. Jock and Nerd. Hey, guys in the blab, thanks for hanging out. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. You can find all of our stuff over at Jock and Nerd dot com subscribe to the podcast uh and you'll get every show you will get uh the last show where rug boy gets drunk at the end it's hilarious. we get a drunk boy <laughs> you get a drunk Enjoy while last. you get a drunk boy there may be a little bit more drunk boy in another episode um but i want to we haven't thanked our networks for a while i just wanted to shout out to a couple of networks that we're on the tangent bound network we be geeks network a place to hang your cape and podcast.ph. Check out their yeah. sites. Great geek content. Links are in the show notes, jockandnerd.com slash six three. And I kind of consolidated our call to actions at the end, didn't I, Anthony? Yeah, do it. Yeah, right. let's see. Let's hear it. This was good. I don't need to mention the blab because we're on the blab. Subscribe to us on blab. Follow us here on Twitter. We're going to be here every week during the uh, comic book TV season, geeking out about stuff that comes out. But here's the call to action, people. Number one. You want to contact us, you want to chime in, all you got to do, go to jockandnerd.com slash contact. 
There's links to our SpeakPipe, links to our Twitter, links to our email. You could even type in a little note and send us a message right there. One link, lots of ways to get in touch. Number two, you're going to want to subscribe. That way you will get every show. You're not going to miss anything. You'll get Rugboy right in your pocket as soon as it comes out. Go to jockiner.com slash review. Takes you to our iTunes page or just search uh, Jock and Nerd Podcast in your favorite pod catcher. And then, Anthony, what's the final thing? Number three, real simple, three things. All you have to do is just tell a friend. Yep. Hit him with one of, uh, one of these. Jock and Nerd. I like that one. There you go. If you're a yeah, woman, a that one. might be hard. You could do one of these. Jock and Nerd. That's, and both of those are yeah, me. So I sound like a woman and a man. Uh, figure that one out, people. <laughs> that's because you're a hermaphrodite. I'm one of those. I got both parts, people. (laughs) Ruggs is also a felty hermaphrodite. Uh, Ruggs, where can people find you? (laughs) Well, you can find me uh, in the corner of a closet somewhere, masturbating. Uh, You can uh, also find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy. Really, because I'm really Rugboy. Ruggs, did you uh, jump on any shows this week in the blabs? I did a show with Angel, Angel Hill. Yes. I did that, like, game show where you play the games how did that go she that's on you, monday nights she does that on the blab they got a whole network angel yeah, hill tv she said some, something about like uh, uh a network thing and i don't know what she was talking about she wants you to i was co-host. really inebriated i was inebriated uh not drunk but the other kind <laughs> altered states so, like i totally forgot that i was going to be doing that thing so i like settled in for a night of watching tv yeah and i was like oh shit i gotta go on this thing so I was totally not in the uh, in the right mindset, if you know what I'm saying. That's she best, loves you, though, man. She loves you, and that's the best way to be when you're on the blab. She wanted you to co-host, um, but yeah, th- that's a, it's a big show. commitment, Rugs. It's a lot of time, and uh, we are taking up your time here. This is priority, Rug Boy. Don't, never. I'm not that. doing shit. You know that. <laughs> I'm barely going to do this show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Rugs might be on the uh, random blab here and there. So definitely follow at Really Rugboy on the Twitters. Uh, all right, gang, this has been lots of fun. We're going to wrap up this main show. And we want to talk to you blabbers and geek out about what you guys like. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we'll catch you next time. Jordan loves rugby. I love. It's a great sport. Like it's uh, no pads. <laughs> they just fucking slam into each other. It's brutal. It's violent. Oh, I think she meant rugby. Oh, I see. Never mind. Yeah, I love rugby oh. too. Uh, if anybody wants to jump in and geek out or have any uh, uh, comments or thoughts about what we talked about or any anything anything at all, we love talking to people. Come on in. The seats open. This is the Jock and Nerd post show live on Blabus. Um, so unfortunately I can't hang to, I can't really hang uh, to this one guys. Well, Anthony, I, I think, out. I think, uh, I think everyone wants to know what the fuck does a jock do on a Thursday night? What are you doing? I'm going to actually this girl's party. Ooh. Oh, Instagram. Tonight, so. Yeah. Let's, uh, I'm being a real jock. Let's see what you got here. Oh no. Get the fuck. Uh, rug boy. You have to click on this link right away. Who is this person? Wow. Nikki wow. Heaton. Have you heard of her? No. 
Uh, can we she's, get her uh, on the podcast? Uh, Tell her to come on the she's podcast. She's from like she's from uh, Illinois, from Geneva. She's like, up like this singer, but like she posts like racy photos of herself. She's actually a really good singer. She but, is a good singer. What kind of music? Like she likes to. Uh, she kind of has like a folk voice, like a waspy voice, but she sings hip hop. What? So she got famous. She got famous on YouTube singing like, um, real like gangster songs. Uh, I forget which ones. Like. Uh, I forget. Oh, covering she's up. covering hip hop songs and singing. Them. She was. Okay. She used to. She writes her own shit now. Oh, okay. But, I um, the rod. Dude, she's yeah, she like. To, there's she, pictures of her in lingerie hot. on the stage. She's just like wearing lingerie while she's. Playing. Yeah, she just. Where is she? She used to cover. She's from Geneva. No, where are you going to see her? Where is she performing? Uh, Studio Paris, Paris uh, Club, River North. I'm too old. Whoa, to there's one with donuts on her boobs. <laughs> yeah. Nick, this is a good uh, follow on wow, Instagram. Wow, 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 wow. Mickey Heaton on Instagram, people. This is a good follow. I think you need to give her a follow. So it's very geek mover. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I unfortunately, will, I, will I have to follow her. I have to shit and shower and get out there. Shit, shave, and shower. The three S's every gentleman does. You got to shit first. Uh, uh, oh, is that the order? I sometimes I get the order mixed yeah. up and then I fuck it up and I got to do it Nothing's all. Nothing's worse than you just got clean and then you got to shit. That's, that's the worst feeling. Listen, I'm like, why I have to go back in there? <laughs> it's a waste of water. Let's conserve the water, people. California's <laughs> having a drought. Tell Nikki I said hi and uh, get her on the show, Anthony. I'll do my best. <laughs> but good luck and uh, God bless all of you. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, even though yeah. God bless each and every one of you. I hope you find that girl, Nikki, under your tree. Oh, my God, Nikki Heaton. That's, see, sometimes I envy the jock's life, Ruggs. And uh, I sit back here and I look at what, what I got and I look at what he got and I'm like, what the fuck happened? What happened? 